Yes! We're live. That, that was like a modified Brody. <laughs> that was like Brody with somebody else. Who's the other person? Who the, it was like, I copied two people's voices there. Yes! Like Brody's more like, yes! Yes! Positive! Right? right? That's more like Brody. Yes! A little buffer, a little drawn out. Maybe. Maybe a little buffer in there. <laughs> buffer. <laughs> it's time! That dude blew his knee out once doing that. He blew his ACL. That's how much he explodes into that jump when he goes, it's time. I'm not bullshitting. Did he do it live? Yes. Yes. He popped his fucking ACL out. Oh, fuck. Did he fall or did he just kind of like he catch He just himself? walked it off. Walked it off. And then got surgery. Wow. Yeah, and he had to be like ginger on it for a while. Because he used to do crazy shit, man. You know, when you when you filmed him doing the Buffer 360? Like, yeah. A lot of people forgot about that. He's a madman, that guy. Did he, Do you remember what UFC it was? 100. No, no, I mean... Oh, the, that he hurt his knee? Hurt the, mm, they, did he, I wonder question. if he had to do it, like, you know, after he tore it. Like, he had to go back on in the ring... On a torn ACL. I think um, if he did, it wasn't for very long. I think he just went ahead and got it fixed real quick. Oh. And then, you know, because if you get you, you get your ACL fixed and then give you like these um, pretty uh, lightweight carbon fiber braces, you can walk around in it like, okay. Like, it's not cool. Like, it's not, you don't, you don't want to go long distances, but they can kind of brace you up pretty good with a minimal brace post-surgery. You just got to be real careful with it. You know, you don't want to hurt it again. I, when I hurt my knee recently, I had to go to CVS and get like one of those knee things for my knee. I had to buy like a cane, and so I have all these like knee Dude, things. Dude, how bad did you hurt your knee? Pretty bad. I couldn't walk on it to the point where I bought a cane. The same my... knee that you had problems with? Yeah, yeah. What, what was the original problem with it? I have this problem where my knee pops out of place, and like it for like a week or so, I could almost not even walk on it. It pops back in okay. It's only happened a few times, but it happened recently, and it was so bad that I couldn't walk. I had to go to see, and when you go to CVS to buy a cane, all the canes are like feminine. Like they're, they all have <laughs> glitter on them. No. There's not like an old man cane that's gray or something. No, it's all like sparkly. So I have a nice blue sparkly cane. What do you think that is? Is that a marketing move? Is there like a, a lot of ladies that are hurting themselves? I think, it, I don't know. I think it's just so old people can see it. Like they're like, oh, sparkly canes. Or I don't know. They, I guess when you get old, you don't care about if it's sparkly. Maybe. Is that what it is? I don't know. You can see it. <laughs> I have no idea. It was weird. The, the, hurting your knees is not good, man. It's not. And I constantly think about it, too, because it's it always happens when I'm just, like, doing something mild. Like, I'll turn to the side, but I'll pivot on it or something, yeah. and it just pops out. You probably have, at the very least, like, something wrong with your meniscus. It could be, like, a, I used to have this thing called a bucket handle tear. And uh, what it would be is, you know how, like, a bucket handle will, like, flip over, you know, one way or the other? Well, it gets stuck, like, flipped. Like, a piece tears... And then it gets stuck, like wedged up. It's terrible. Yeah. And uh, I had that where it was it was bad for a while. It would just kind of give out on me. And then one day in jujitsu class, it just it just got wrapped up the wrong way, like upside down. Like my leg kind of got yanked, and some way my leg completely locked up. It was brutal, but it was a pretty f quick fix. It's a way easier fix than uh, an ACL. Because with an ACL, they have to replace your ligament. It takes a long time to heal. But with the meniscus, like six weeks later, you can do jiu-jitsu again. Hmm. 
Yeah. My old roommate had this thing where like his his uh, shoulder would always pop out of place, and he'd be like, "Oh my god, ow, ow!" But then he would have Whoa. to like hit it against a wall to pop it back in. Like Mel Gibson. Yeah, and exactly. Style. It was exactly like that. Damn, that's not good. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, like the stuff like that, they can fix that. You should get that fixed. Yeah. I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> Doesn't that surgery suck? Sucks. It's all the rehab. Uh, yeah, people that have uh, serious shoulder surgery are all pretty universal in saying it sucks, depending upon how badly you fuck it up. But like, you know, like a guy like Cain Velasquez, he's had it, and uh, he came back from it, but it took a long ass time before he was fighting again. You know, those those are bad surgeries. Yeah. And the knee one though, man, they might be able to just trim that shit. Like, you should find out what it is. Because if it's just a meniscus tear, dude, I'm telling you, they go in there, they scope it, and if it's not that aggressive, it's not a gigantic tear, you'll you'll be fine. It's only happened like three or four times my whole life, so it's like, I'm 41, it's fine. If it happens, it As happens. long as you just don't move a lot. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Continue. Fine. Continue your sedentary <laughs> lifestyle, semi-sedentary. Are you still doing your losing weight thing? Yeah, I just did my first month, finished my first month, and it was 17.3 pounds, I think it That's was. That's incredible. Yeah, in one month. That's so. incredible. Yeah, it's incredible, but then I think, all right, I still have uh, 23 pounds Don't for think two like months. that. Don't think like that. <laughs> think that you're committed. Dude, that's amazing. That's a, that's, that's a very impressive accomplishment. It's hard to do. It is. I miss bread so much, though. I haven't yeah. had any bread since then. I haven't had any like cheese or mm -hmm. anything like that. And I almost snapped the other day. I was just so hungry. <laughs> I was like, I just can't eat chicken or vegetables anymore. Well, this is what it's like. It's like as you get older, your body just sucks more and more at processing the kind of food that you love. Yeah. Your body's like, dude, enough with the fucking spaghetti. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just like glue. Just it tastes so good though. God damn it's good. One thing I noticed though immediately, all my acid reflex gone. Like all that like burping and, and just like stomach acid. Completely wow. gone from that. I don't know if it's the uh, cheese or if it's the bread or. That's in, that's fascinating, man. You know, we had this uh, guy on Mark Sisson the other day, and he's uh, the author of the Primal Blueprint, and he was talking about he had irritable bowel syndrome, which whenever I hear that, like, I don't even want to know what that is. I feel like I have that. What does it mean? It means I, like, yeah, IBS. It's just, you, Get shitty. You get diarrhea all the diarrhea day. all the time? Yeah. All day. Yeah. I usually Fuck. have that, but that's from drinking. That's not IBS. That's just that's Jack just Daniels. Death. <laughs> that's just death <laughs> making its way through your veins. The evil alcohol. Um, yeah, well, he told me that he, uh, he cured it all by just eliminating grains. Hmm. He, doesn't, he doesn't take in very many um, carbohydrates at all. Like, he doesn't do any breads or pastas or things like that. Most of it comes from um, from fruits and vegetables, mostly vegetables, right, and meat. Like he was, he was essentially saying that he had all these issues, and obviously, what works for one person might not necessarily even be as good for another person. They say that there's different styles of human. You know that people who are your ancestors come from specific backgrounds. Your diet is going to be like uh, some. I should find out that's bullshit though, because <laughs> uh, you know I've heard that before. That that always seemed like bullshit. You know, you know that it was like a recent study they were talking about it that there was like um, to to eat like your DNA. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Remember that like, thing? Like, eat, like your genetic yeah, there was or Yeah, they were trying to like say, oh, you're a specific type, and that type needs a lot of red meat. You know, you're this type. That type needs a lot of carbs. It seems like that makes sense, getting some kind of like you know scan of your body of what your body needs or lacks or needs more of than other people it just makes sense right yeah it totally makes sense yeah especially if your your body's like developed like your ancestors developed in an area where they needed specific types of foods the ancestral diet that's it should you eat like your ancestors is that it I mean, this, was, this no. came out pretty recently. This was uh, just at the end of last but year. But I think, is this saying that there's more than one type of person, more than one type of diet? I think this is just talking about a specific oh, like ancient diet. That's what I think this is. Because I think that's what the ancestral diet idea is. Hmm. Okay. The, the idea this Mark Sisson guy was talking about that's really fascinating to me is that um, when you're taking in all these carbs, you're taking in a lot of sugar. And that when you eliminate sugar and uh, eliminate inflammatory foods, you are, your body operates more efficiently. It's just healthier. It has more resources to um, fight off uh, illness and inflammation and things like that. It's a fascinating concept. So I think it might not work for everybody. I don't know. What, what the fuck do I know? But I'm going to give it a shot for a little while. I'm going to see what it's like. It's pretty interesting because I, 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 my, my diet went from, you know, like McDonald's to Wendy's every day to pizza every day. Like I re really had the worst diet ever. And now it's just tons of vegetables, a little protein. And I don't feel tired anymore. I feel like I can feel the food work almost. It's, it's interesting how, how just changing your diet from just crap to super healthy, how, how, much you can feel it immediately almost yeah it's incredible right and it's, working out it's getting the endorphins i've never had that in my life where <laughs> like where i like two hours later i'll be like why am i so happy like i'm yeah. like like bouncing around i've never felt that before i've worked out before i've never felt that but for some reason this time around i'm just like well, well oh my god i'm happy for no reason i'm happy it's well, so weird they've said that they've done studies that show that um depression can be cured just as easily with alcohol with uh, with alcohol with, alcohol. Thanks, Joe. I'm out <laughs> <laughs> with uh exercise rather yeah um then uh they, they were comparing it to people that got on ssris and they were saying they're, they're pretty similar results in a lot of people mm -hmm. people that really started doing a lot of cardio doing a lot of uh running and things along those lines like that's like something that's supposed to be specifically good like you, but you need kind of like both kinds of things for your life. You need like some kind of strenuous stuff, whether it's body weight stuff, you know, push-ups or something like that, or anything that just really gets your, you know, your strength going. And then you need some something that's just cardiovascular. And when you do those things together, man, it's just you, your body just relaxes. You know, mm -hmm. it's more, it's more um, adaptable. It's more. F just loose do you have is your bedroom completely like blacked out like darkened like do, like when you wake up is it, do you see sunlight when you wake up in the morning or is very it, little very yeah. little i mean yeah why i just blacked out my room recently because i just got <laughs> I, like i i my window is uh like right next to the sun like when you wake up it's just right there it's i've like, always Jesus. done that in hotel rooms <laughs> And I've always felt like a creep. Yeah, yeah. You feel like when you're in Vegas or something like that. Like, well, I always feel like when I'm in a hotel room and I'm closing all the windows, closing all the curtains, there's something about locking yourself in a totally dark room in a strange place. It's just bizarre. It is. 
and I took like I found like there was a little crack where I couldn't like like my blinds didn't fix it or anything. So then I went to the store, the hardware store, and they had like these decals where you can like put it on your windows. So I made my windows like uh, stained glass, thinking that would. So now it's like I have this weird like blue room that, that just glows blue. But it, I, it sucks though. I, like I was like, why did I do this? Because now. I have no idea if it's daylight or nighttime anytime I'm in my room. Yeah, that's so. not good for it's you. It's not good. You need a circadian <laughs> rhythm thing going on. Yeah. Speaking of blue, did you see that thing that I posted today? Um, I retweeted, rather. It was about um, some some blue lava. There's a place in the world that has blue lava. Oh. Dude. Why is it blue? I don't know. It's fucking Avatar. <laughs> that's that's Narnia or wherever the fuck those people are from. Where were they from? Uh, an obtainium uh, island or something. Yeah. Where, where the fuck were they from? I can't remember the name. I can't remember their oh, planet. Made me think of something. Have you ever heard the Kentucky Blue People? There's some something. Like what? Yeah. I, while I'm looking this up, I'm gonna look okay. that up. Too. <laughs> Kentucky Blue People. Someone told me about that. And I didn't believe him, but I had to is look that it like up. the Jersey Devil? Have you ever heard of the Jersey Devil? Yeah. It's supposed to be like a flying demon that lives in the woods in New Jersey. Remember that guy that got poisoned and he was all blue? I wonder if it. What's his name? The Russian. Uh, was it a Russian guy? And he got poisoned. Oh, the guy that got poisoned. Yeah, yeah. his face changed color. Turned into Papa Smurf. Yeah, well, he, he had all the scar tissue all over his face. Remember that? Yeah, too? that guy. Well, that was the crazy Uh-oh, guy that did the. Um, that that guy was using that colloidal silver shit. He right. was on Oprah. He passed away. Recently, unfortunately. But um, from this, <clears throat> that guy specifically, the guy that was on Oprah that was blue, he passed away recently. I'm pretty sure. I read a story about it somewhere. Um, this was an entire family. Oh, that's different then. This is a different guy. I wonder if that was their diet too. Rare blood disorder. Oh, uh, blood disorder. Weird. Why did I have to repeat that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, blood disorder. Oh, blood. Like, like we don't speak the same language. Oh, yes, blood disorder. Um, <laughs> No, the other guy was yeah, there's the blue lava, but the other guy was blue because uh, he he drank colloidal silver every day because he thought it would like heal, you know, like fix diseases or something like that. And um, someone explained, some scientists explained it might have been Neil deGrasse Tyson, I forget who it was, but they explained why drinking colloidal silver would have that effect on your body. I don't think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. But. I can't remember who it was. But anyway, they went into this scientific explanation of why drinking colloidal silver can permanently stain your body purple like that guy. He must have drank like massive quantities of it. But I forget what the reaction is, but the reaction's permanent. Hmm. Like fucking what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. I wonder if the blue is just like like almost kind of like a fire that's around the lava that looks blue, kind of like a flame. Oh, in this thing? Yeah, that's... Wow. No, that doesn't look like... What is that? It makes no sense. Hmm. Acid. The it's gas vents, called fumaroles, <gasps> which blast hot sulfur gas, stain the surrounding landscape of bright yellow, and the ignited sulfur burns with a blue flame. My name is Ruben Wu. I'm a photographer and a filmmaker from Liverpool, UK, but currently based in Chicago. The blue flame is too dim to be seen in the daylight, so I had to wait until dusk for it to be seen. And the moonlight was dull enough to show the flames as well as reveal the surrounding landscape. I also used long exposures in many of my images, 
which allows for pictures which show an extended period of time rather than a split second. I'm playing a horrible instrument while talking. But wait a minute. Why does that look so fake? It, he used well, like he he used a photo trick to. Like what he was said, that? Is that a real photo? Was that real that we were just looking at? Really? Why does it look almost like a comic bookish? Yeah, it does. Long exposure. It's allowing that fog. Oh, okay. Wow, these pictures are incredible. This is incredible. This photographer is fucking amazing. He has a good camera. Nowadays, well, nowadays, good, but look at this. But <laughs> the fact that he's captured this shit—is he the first guy to ever capture this stuff? Um, is this something that people have known about? I want to see video of it live, though. See, that's the problem. I wonder if this is just a photo trick. Like, yeah, there's a little blue flame to it, so I might keep the exposure open a little, so it looks a little bit more blue than it would if so with your video. naked eye. This is video. Oh. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> that just looks like fire or something. Yeah, that's kind of what he said it was. It was like the methane. It's, the sulfur. It's red and, oh, yeah, yeah, red Dude, and orange. Dude, it's incredible. <clears throat> it's incredible. They have sulfur problems here in Los Angeles. You, you go through some of these you know, places, it just smells like farts everywhere because of the sulfur. Sulfur? Yeah, I think it's sulfur. Uh, in Calabasas, when I lived there, it would sometimes it would just smell like, like, sulfur. Uh, like eggs everywhere. And it's because of sulfur. Really? Is that, well, that, what, is, what is like a natural sulfur that comes yeah, out of the ground or something? Comes out, yeah, it comes out of the ground. And uh, speaking of that, like, what is up with that gas, gas leak? Gas leak, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's horrific. Yeah, it's it's really bad, right? Yeah, like, and it's going to take the months to uh, to try to figure it out and uh, and close it off. It could Apparently. get worse, right? Like something could happen. It seems like somebody could accidentally smoke a cigarette, you know, and like we blow up. All yeah, of us I don't. Blow up. I don't know how flammable it is. I don't know if it's something like that. I don't, don't know if it's something that's easy to ignite. I don't know, but I know it's a health concern. Um, I, I mean, I think there's a concern too that it might collapse further. Wow. Like um, they don't know exactly um, how to shut that thing off quick. It's going to take them some time and some engineering. Couldn't they just pour a shitload of concrete all over it and <laughs> just walk away? I think you away? can, man. It's gas. <laughs> I don't know how they do this. I really, I couldn't even begin to wrap my mind, my puny little mind, around what kind of knowledge it takes to stop a fucking gas leak, a it's, pipe. It's natural gas, too. It's different than, like, Is it? car. I'm, I'm kind of asking. I don't know. I thought it was a gas. pipe. California gas hasn't dropped like it has all over the country. Like it's pretty. It's like almost. It was under a dollar for a little while in Ohio, well, and it's still well over dollar. three, almost four dollars some places. Here. People love to hear that. We're going back to the seventies, man. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> but what do you think? Um, I think it's a methane, though, isn't yeah, it? I don't think. That's what I don't think. It's car gas. So I was kind of wondering. Yeah, I think it is a natural gas. I think that's the whole point that they. So it's a, but it's a pipe, right? Right. A pipe that pumps gas to all these people. And it, it broke. And they they say that the hole is really big now. That it's like they have this fucking eight-foot-wide hole. I think there's people that live around there that can't go home. Like, they had to replace, a, like, a whole neighborhoods of people. And yeah. they can't. They still can't go home to this day. No, they can't go home. <laughs> That's crazy. No, they had to evacuate. 2.5 million pounds of methane every day? Oh! <gasps> Let's be honest, methane's air, so it doesn't really weigh anything, so it could be a billion pounds. <laughs> well, me- <laughs> but it's 50 n- billion pounds of methane. <laughs> That's true. 
how do they measure <laughs> What's it? What's a pound of air? Maybe it actually has weight to it. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how you get to a pound. It still has to have weight. That's how you're measuring a pound. <laughs> that's a lot then. I know, it has to be when a lot. When it weighs man. nothing, it's a lot. <laughs> It can float. <laughs> it's like saying right? a ton of feathers and a ton of bricks. Like, it's still a ton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this is 2.5 million pounds of shit so light it can float. Mm -hmm. So it's like the individual particles are very light. They're Maybe. floating, right? They're gases. Maybe we're getting scammed and we don't even know it. This Jackson guy is like, we need more money to get this all those pounds of gas. Yeah, that's a very good point. BP. Bro, you gotta weigh the can. <laughs> gotta weigh the can too, bro. <laughs> Maybe that's what it pumps into things. And then now it's like just blowing out into the air. Maybe that's how they're measuring it. Like that's what it pump that's what pumps through there. The whole thing is nuts, man. Yeah, it says they tried using mud. They tried doing oh concrete thing. They tried Jesus covering it up Christ. and it didn't work. You know what? When I hear they tried to do it, but it didn't work, I fucking freak out. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> that is like the last thing I ever want to hear when there's a national crisis. You know, well, they tried to do this, but it didn't work. Like, oh, Christ. Like, these, they, they, this is a hard one. This is not easy. We're just so lucky there's smart people out there. We'd be so fucked. We would be so fucked. We're so lucky there's engineers at work on this kind of shit. Like, you don't even think about it. We don't think about the, the streets. Think about the fucking highway system and you complain. You know, you're like, oh, they're fucking working. Jesus Christ, they got this lane cut off so they could fix the road. What the fuck? But think about how, in general, how fucking cool it is that we've hardened the ground and smoothed it out. All across this motherfucker, you know, and everybody's like, man, the fucking roads ruin the landscape. Absolutely. In a lot of places. And this place is one of them, right? It looks like shit. It's just a bunch of roads. We, we overdid it. We overdid it. We got crazy. We put too many roads in one spot, too many buildings. We, we ignored the rules of having food nearby and vegetables and stuff. We ignored all that. We just said, no, let's just fucking pile on top of each other. Woo! And, and that's what we did. But the idea is fucking amazing. The idea, like, when you're in a place like Montana and you're driving through these mountain ranges, the, the roads don't bother you, man. They don't bother you. You don't care if there's a road there. Because you're looking up at this insane natural beauty and you're just like, F just fuck, this is crazy. This is, this is like the most insane artwork you could ever buy. Could never look as beautiful as this. Like really amazing artwork is always amazing to see someone's expression. And when someone does something that's really dope, it's cool. It gives us all this good feeling. Like, wow, that was amazing. That's a cool piece of art. That's a beautiful sculpture. God, that's a pretty painting. But when you see the mountains, man... There's something about those things, like a snow-capped mountain. You're like, fuck. And it's limited if you think about it. Yeah, like that. Like, look at that fucking view. That's not going to exist in 100 years, that view right there. There's going to be so many drones flying around, Amazon Prime crap. There's going to be people with their hoverboards up in the air. Like, it, 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 that's not going to exist in 100 years, that view. Well, yeah, we would have to preserve it. That's what the idea of having... Um, public wilderness public uh, forests the, the stuff that it's supposed to be ours that's what teddy roosevelt wanted to do way back in the day i mean when they instituted these ideas 
and got uh, public land um, like signed off to to us so that like there's there's giant swaths of this country that are ours as American taxpayers and but you can go camping the in them. What's that? But does that include the sky in the future? It's probably you know, not. <laughs> like that yeah. shit. That shit's gonna be filled with advertising and stuff. <laughs> There's gonna be a drone that just sits there that just for well, years. They'll, they'll just... probably try to make some laws against that yeah. if it becomes a real problem. But like Yellowstone, like look at Yellowstone National Park. That place is fucking amazing, man. And it's it's a an incredible place to visit. It's incredible. Like you have a real good chance of seeing like bisons and shit. You got a good chance of seeing a fucking bear too. You got to be real careful because um, they've killed hikers like more than I think it was more than one attack, and I know at least one dead over the last like five or six years because they think that these bears are getting too accustomed to being around people. They know that if you break into someone's car, they usually have food in there. They know that coolers usually have food in them. They get smart. And so once they come around people once, like, fuck, then they start coming around all the time. There's a, I've been fucking with my neighbor. Like, he, he got a <laughs> new... Want to not want to admit this. <laughs> well, it's all funny. Uh, he's, I don't know. But he, uh, he illegal. must have got a new router, because I have nowhere I got a new Wi-Fi, like, uh, like, network to join, and it's unlocked. Right. So uh, I've been, I just used it the other day just to see like how fast it was, just in case if I needed to use it or whatever. <laughs> I forgot that I had Dude, it. I on think my... that's illegal. Is it? <laughs> All right, yeah, maybe. especially when you're admitting it. You can't be like, oh, I thought this was my router's other name. This is all a dream. But uh... Uh, I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> exactly. But I... I uh... I forgot that I had done it on my phone, and I've been connecting to it. Every time I come home, it just connects to his Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? So the other day, I was... If you have Apple TV, you can, like, play things on your Apple TV from your phone. It's called AirPlay. So I, I wanted to show a video to somebody, and I did it. And I'm like, why is this not working? And I'm like, wait a second. What Wi-Fi am I on? I'm like, I'm on the other guy's Wi-Fi Apple TV. So, like, I've just been going, oh YouTube, God. gay porn. No. <laughs> And the other day, Dude, that's illegal. <laughs> you better stop right now. It's so fun to do, though. I was just like, yeah, but it's super illegal. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, playing gay porn. On. I guess it is. What if you had kids in there? I'm just playing gay porn. Yes, to kids. that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That dude's gonna buy kids just so he can sue you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> I love that shit. That that and printers, like it, when people have printers on their Wi-Fi, you just print out dick pics all day on their printers. That's, That's rude as well. That's rude as well. Let me ask you this. Have you ever wondered if, like, we can feel Wi-Fi? Have you ever wondered, like, if we can feel electricity in a room? Like, maybe it's not enough where we can tell for sure if it was happening or if it's not happening but enough where there's like there's just like a subtle underlying thing that your body's experiencing that doesn't really make sense like a radio wave like radio waves wi-fi satellites like we satellite radio and tv satellite signals gps signals what's all this we're sure for sure is this not doing anything to us because we haven't really been doing that for that long is that something to be worried about? You know, 
if you take a cat who's the most sensitive animal ever like if you're that cat's like just sitting there and you turn on something right next to it that has wi-fi right next to his little whiskers you would think it would even maybe twitch just a teeny bit you know and i'm sure it doesn't i'm sure do you think so man when you like you remote control your cat hmm? if you like remote controlled your <laughs> yeah, cat like you it, your cat would like hey what the fuck are you doing I, me man I think, think if the there's anything, it? the cat would feel it. I think if any animal, the cat would be the first thing that... I mean, the cat's can't, it's tripping on ghost, you know? It's Yeah, the cat cats have amazing senses, right. except the sense... Like, they're not intelligent. They're not intelligent like a person, right. but they have amazing senses. Like, their senses are off the charts, for sure. Yeah. I would think, if anything, a cat would... But, but I would think that their senses are only around to do what they need to do in the natural world i mean that's why the senses are senses of smell they can feel things you know they can like feel the ground moving their pads on their paws are like really soft you know and they can they can walk like really quietly when they're sneaking up on shit like cats are fascinating little animals man have you watched any of the cucumber videos (laughs) the cats it's probably one of my favorite things for some reason if you take don't do this to your cat supposedly it, it it's mean but if you take a cucumber, put it behind your cat when it's not looking, if the cat turns around and looks at the cucumber, it will freak the fuck out. Like something in its DNA makes it think it's a snake or something. But there's videos, thousands of videos on YouTube of people trying it. Almost all the time, if a cat sees a cucumber just laying behind it, it will jump up and run away or like Why? break things. Have you seen these videos? <sighs> Why yeah. a cucumber? I think it's something in their DNA that that just thinks it's like oh danger snake or or, or it's like some kind. But for whatever reason, somebody just found out by mistake that if you put a <laughs> cucumber behind a cat, it'll freak it out. And then there's all these animal people that are like don't do that. You're stressing your cat out. And I could see because all the cat's reactions are like death, like. Get the fuck out of here immediately, you know? It's pretty funny, though. It's some of the funniest videos you'll ever see is Cat and Cucumber on YouTube. Yeah, you don't want to freak cats out, man. They start pissing all over the place. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> if you freak your cat out, they will fucking piss in your pillow. I don't For miss, sure. I, don't, I haven't had a cat in almost a year, and I don't miss the litter box. I don't miss that smell. I, I don't think I might, I might never get a cat again. The litter box thing's a fucking real issue. You have a box of shit in your house. Yeah. A box of shit and cat piss from an ungrateful roommate that doesn't pay shit, then gets mad at you when you try to trim their hair. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. My cats get, uh, they get trimmed and they freak out about it. It doesn't hurt them. And I pet them the whole time when the lady's grooming them. But uh, one of my daughters is allergic cats and it makes a big difference if you we trim the cat's hair she doesn't have a bad allergy but it's certainly an allergy and she's been tested for it so when um i'm doing this i have to fucking just hang out with the cat the entire time like just chill man i'm telling you this ain't nothing it's just a little massage with a little thing do you trim it or do you have somebody no trim the lady it? Okay, does cool. it she's a professional but it's uh it's weird to see them fucking freaking out about it i had a cat once that loved it she loved it. Spaz. Mm-hmm. Like, Spaz would just chill. Like, you'd, you would do it, and she'd, she'd just hang out. Spaz is not around anymore? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Spaz. Oh. Yes, she was 19. Damn. She made it a long time. That was yeah. a cool cat. She's a very cool cat. I've been thinking, though, because, I mean, I've lived with cats my whole entire life. I've been thinking of getting one, but I don't... That the cat pee life. thing is a real problem, it man. They, they get mad at you. They pee places. 
yeah. you know, for and whatever you, reason. And if you have another animal, <laughs> it's just a lottery if it gets go, gets along with the other animal or not. It's a know? total lottery, especially cats. Cats usually don't get along with other cats. Like, it took my 19-year-old cat a solid five years to get used to Oliver. Oliver is, like, the easiest going guy, too. Mm. I love cats, man. They're cool. They're like having these weird little things that live with you. You know, they're these weird little warm love buckets. Just come over and just want love. They just want to cuddle with you. Like, my cat Oliver is brutal, man. I can't watch TV without this motherfucker demanding massages. He just like literally like headbutts me, drops his body into my lap, rolls around. He like demands massages. He's hilarious. You got a cucumber, that cat. He's a funny cat, man. My cat is funny as fuck. He's so smart. He just uh, like just likes to chill and hang out. And the other cat, the the fluffette, the white one, that one is um, she's a little bit more assertive. Like she, it's funny. Like she attacks him. Like you know, cats like will play fight. It's always her jacking him. <laughs> it's always. It's always her, like, around a corner, and, like, he'll be, like, hanging out, and she'll be, like, he doesn't know that she's back there, so she knows he doesn't know, so her little legs start shaking, and her tail starts flickering, and she's moving real close, and then she pounces on him, and fucks him up, and then he, what the fuck, bitch, and he backs up, and they chase each other for a couple feet. It's hilarious, man, but they're both such pussies, because they're both rag dolls. Like, they are the nicest cats. Even when they fight, they don't even fight. Even when they fight, they're like, ooh, you fucking bitch. <laughs> it's like, they barely do anything to each other. They're like fake fighting. You know, they like each other. They're, they're, they have fun together. Yeah, I, I mean, that's cats are some of the funnest, funniest animals that, I, that yeah. exist. I wish watching. you could let them outside to shit, though, like a dog. It's just gross. Do you think these work? The... Yeah, they, they actually work pretty well, actually. You would think that that wouldn't work, but I know like three people that do it, and it worked almost immediately. The great Robert Schimmel had a bit about it. About it. He, goes, he goes, you know, they can train, how's it go? He goes, you know, they can train cats to use your toilet. He goes, yeah, great. Now when you have to go, the fucking cat's in there. Yeah. <laughs> And he goes, well, fuck it. I'll use his litter box. And he goes, then your friend comes over. Would you have a fucking mountain lion for a pet? <laughs> Robert Schimmel. God damn, I miss that guy. One of the first people I ever saw do comedy. He was so nice. God damn, that guy was nice. He was like one of the nicest people I've ever met. He was so friendly. Like every time I saw him, it's always like a happy, like warm moment was so sad when that guy got sick and then to recover from that and then the car accident is fuck man yeah there's a lot of people that that uh you know like you go to the comedy store and you look at the walls of how many you know great comics that just fucking disappeared and i'll sit there sometimes and just google everybody's name that's on the wall like when you know see where they're at now and It's amazing how they just fall off, like just disappear and never do anything. Like what happened to the this person, this person, and this person? Yeah, I mean, people get lost in life and people move on to other shit too, though. You know, sometimes people just decide they don't want the stress of performing anymore. Maybe they like other creative endeavors. You know, like you and I talked about that for a while. 
when you weren't doing stand-up, you know, you were making these funny videos, and you're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm already kind of a comedian. You know, it's just my audience is the internet when you were doing videos, which... That was an excuse because I didn't want to do stand-up. <laughs> I mean, after I did that Bob Hope joke, I'm like, I'm good. I'm done. I don't want to ever feel that pain ever again. <laughs> yeah, and some people, the risk of that pain, it's just not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to do that to your life. When yeah. You maybe also like painting or maybe also like writing books or maybe, you know, some people, you don't have to do it. You know, like that's the thing about stand-ups though. Like if you do it and you don't want to do it anymore, everybody's like, boo, <laughs> you don't even want to do it anymore. Like, you know, you fucking sell out. Like people will say that about Eddie Murphy, you know, like, man, he's not real stand-up. He doesn't do stand-up anymore. You, know, like, you hear like the hardcore bros talking like that. I can see yeah. it's hard because to be a stand-up, you really s still, even though how rich you get, if you become a movie star, you're a millionaire, you still have to go and in practice and go to the comedy club. So yes. I can see where it's easy to quit if you get to a certain point where you're like, you know what, I don't, I'm a grown adult, I'm rich, I have a wife and kids, I don't want to go to this little shitty club and practice these new jokes, you know? Yeah. So I can see how it's easy to get out of comedy, you know? Yeah. You, you just don't want the pain of it. You don't want it's like exhausting because like say if you started some pursuit in your life like if you started off and you were a painter you went to painting school and all that shit and you, you got through it and you, you became uh, you know a respected artist and you're painting all the time but you fucking hated painting like you were done with it like you were done with it you wanted to go f build sailboats you wanted to you have these other ideas in your head that you want to pursue like that happens to people, you know. So, so if they quit doing stand up, you know that's okay. Do you ever no think? Do. Do you Listen ever to me, I'm all philosophical. <laughs> do you ever think there's like something that that you haven't started yet? Like, like you know, I'm I'm going to learn how to play guitar this year. Like, is there anything that you've in the back of your head that you've kind of fucked around with, like the idea of? No, because I suck so hard at the new things that I'm doing already. <laughs> That's that... not true. You started becoming an archer, and now you're fucking Robin Hood. You're like one of the, like. <laughs> well, it's I'm not good at all. I'm 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 constantly practicing at archery. But if you compare to me to somebody who's really good, like I'm, I put a lot of hours in. I practice a lot. I, I'll shoot like sometimes a hundred hours in a day. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> But um, it's because I'm kind of obsessed with it in some sort of a weird way. You know, it's fascinating to me. So that's one thing I'm already obsessed with that I suck at. And when, I mean, you like, compare me to someone like Cameron Haynes or a professional archer that you, like, might see. On, like, a friend of mine just sent me this um, photo. My friend Johnny Rivett sent me this photo of this young girl. She's, like, 20 years old. And she's won, like, I think he said three world championships in a row. And she's an archer. You know, like th those people are like really good with bows and arrows. Like there's there's a, a total next level when it's like they're shooting at like 50 yards and they're hitting the bullseye every time and the on the X itself at 50 yards they're just dead calm and just dead on the inside and then when they release that string nothing moves and that arrow goes sailing right into that X and they can do it repeatedly they can do it like 10 times in a row sometimes. I mean, these people are freaks. It's really interesting to watch. 
we we used to do archery in elementary school. That was a part of our our physical education, and yeah. I'm sure you can't do that anymore. Like uh, I probably yeah, I bet not. Is it illegal to walk around Robin Hood style with arch like you know like a bow and arrow? <laughs> like is it, like, like can I walk into like an Olive Garden and not get kicked uh, out if I have a? No, they wouldn't let you in. Really? It's, it's a weapon. It is a weapon. Yeah, it's a weapon. It's a slingshot too. Like um, awesome. I had some friends who brought their bows to Vegas. And they, uh, the the hotel wouldn't let them take them up to their room. Wow, really? They had, yeah, they had to check them. Yeah, they had to check them with the hotel. It didn't seem right. No, it seemed... Well, yeah, though it does. Like what? Some fucking asshole's going to be uh, on your elevator with a bow and arrow? Yeah, but you have a shooting people knife. in the area? But you, <laughs> you, you can't like trust these people. You don't know them. These people, they come in, they're not even Americans. They got a bow and arrow. They're crazy. I mean, what? No, you can't have this in your room. Give us, give me that thing. You know, like you come to the saloon, put your fucking gun in the bucket, sir. You know, you yeah, come but, to our hotel, but give you, me your fucking bow and arrow. No, you can't practice in your room and accidentally shoot the fucking television. <laughs> I don't know you. What if you get whiskeyed up and you're working on your fucking draw length in your hotel room? And you send your arrow flying through the middle of the electrical Rude. box and cause a fucking 13-story fire that kills a thousand people. Yeah, but what if you use the steak knife from your steak and you just start stabbing everybody? You know, it's like I would think that a steak knife would be way more dangerous Listen, than a bow. You got to stop putting ideas in people's heads, man. <laughs> It's like airplanes. It's like I always freak out where like, oh, you can't have a, a razor blade on the airplane, but yet you can have a MacBook Pro that you can smack over the head of somebody and probably kill them. It's hard know? to grip those for like real impact, but a skateboard. You skateboard. could fuck somebody up with a skateboard. You know, you can, you, I don't think, they, they were going to change it, but I don't think they did. They were going to make it so that it's legal to bring pool cues on. But uh, I think they made it so that it's not anymore. Because, like, they thought that you beat people up with a pool cue. But you, a skateboard's probably a better weapon than a pool cue. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> more distance. Certainly more distance than you and the person you're trying to hit with a skateboard. Yeah. Which makes it more effective in a lot of places yep. because you, you could hit somebody and they can't hit you yet. Pool cue's going to break pretty quick, right, though? Yeah. It's one good hit. And Maybe that, that skateboard's got trucks. Metal. Depends on what it's made out of, but uh, most pool cues have multiple pieces, and that's that's part of the problem. It's not one gigantic piece of wood because for most for the most part, like if you see like a, a beautiful pool cue, what a lot of players like, they like the cue to be nineteen ounces. So um, they they work on making. There's a few people that like twenty. Twenty's rare. Like sometimes. You'll find the outliers that like something heavy, but they're pretty specifically between 18 and 20 ounces. Now, for a normal person, that would seem like, well, what's the difference? Well, to the pool players, like it's a the, the professionals, and it's a touch that they develop where they know the exact weight of their cue, and so the exact impact's going to have. So they have to balance it out, and a lot of times the way they balance it out is by using different kinds of wood. So they use one kind of wood for what you see, but another kind of wood for under the wrap. It'll be a lighter, like a maple, like similar to like maybe shaft wood even. Like, and then on the outsides of the um, the front and the back, it might even just be cord, where they they drill through the actual hard wood and they stuff a core in there of a softer wood, so the cue achieves like the desired look and maybe uniform feel, but it has a lower mass, a lower weight, so you can get it down to like maybe even below 19 ounces, or you know, for reasonably. Uh, well done cue but if you hit somebody in the head with that it's gonna break 
for say, the most part, a probably. Worse weapon, right? It's, that, as a weapon, that, it's... Yeah, but if you get one of those fucking house cues, like those full splice house cues, and you grab the the hard end, mm-hmm. the dark end, you could beat the fuck out of somebody with one of those. That's a different animal, because that's in one solid piece of wood. Especially those old school ones. Those are like the Dufferin blanks. You know, it's like a, a like a rosewood on the bottom and a maple on the top. And right from the splice where it's white, that stuff's gonna break. But the stuff above it, you could beat the fuck out of somebody with the stuff above it. That hard shit, you could you could hit them as hard as you want. You probably wouldn't break it. Probably be pretty hard. Yeah. You, people are like, I'll fucking do it, bro. Okay, maybe you can. <laughs> but maybe like a normal person, would be. it would be very hard to break that on somebody. You could do it. You could be some fucking, you know, Incredible Hulk type character and just smash it on the first attempt. But I would imagine like it's a, a much harder and denser uh, like weapon than a like a standard like very pretty pool cue yeah. or someone like a lot of pool cues are like artistic it's really interesting because people outside the pool world they would they would think like what are you talking about there's a there's a collectors like group of pool cue addicts and they're addicted to pool cues they collect cues but dude you'd be surprised there's guys out there that have collections that are worth a million bucks and more in pool cues yeah, there's people that have coin collections of butterfly yeah. things. Like people that collect butterflies. That's the creepiest shit yeah, ever. Yeah, dead. You got a dead bug. Pins all over it. I, just, I have got a new one. I've got a new one. There was um, uh, Terrence McKenna in an old lecture was talking about um, catching bugs. And that there's something like because we used to eat bugs a lot when we were like primates. That there's almost like this genetic excitement thing that comes when you catch a bug that's similar to what happens when you catch a fish. You know that thing that happens when you catch a fish? You've, you've fished yeah, before, yeah. right? Um, have you ever fished and then ate it? Uh, once, yes. Just once? Yeah. Really? yeah. I haven't been fishing since dad, like 14, 15. He wow. would always take me fishing. That's wow. Yeah, fishing. I'm fishing soon. Fishing's fun, man. It's awesome. It's a great way to catch a meal too, right? And um, but there's some weird, fucking primal thing that happens when you pull it out of the water. Oh, you feel like Smeagol like or something, you know? It's like oh, he gets it. He pulls this out of its law. Oh, out of its water. It's flopping around the deck. He has this here. You know, it's, uh, there's something weird about it. There's something weird about. A fish, like you're catching something in some alien world and yanking it out of there. It lives in the water. There's a living thing in the water, and you can see him down there. You fucking cast to him, and you throw a piece of meat that's covered by a hook, and he bites the meat, and you will fucking yank that hook through the top of his mouth. A giant steel barb digs into his face, and then he's still fighting. Like hard, like pulling left and right and left. And the rod is pulling. The the reel is fucking the, the 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 what is that thing called? The clicky thing on the wheel. The drag. The drag on the reel is. It's peeling, because this fucking fish is pulling out line. And you finally get him in there, and you, you suck him out of his dimension, and he's flopping around in your boat. That is a crazy experience. It's a crazy. You just pulled some alien creature. It's like it lives in the water. 500 years from now, let's say, 500 years, 
they're definitely going to figure out how to take animals and make them be able to communicate to us. Oh, they're yeah, going to make that sure. crossover. 500 years? Fuck yeah. Maybe not even 500 years, right? But yeah, right? when that happens, we're not going to go fishing anymore because we're going to be like <laughs> talking to fucking fish. We're all going to die. We're all going to be vegans. We're going to be forced to be vegans because of technology. Well, if we do know for sure what an animal's feeling when it dies, it would definitely be way hard to eat meat. Way harder. Like that's um that's the argument of the, like the the vegan movement that makes the most sense. Cause if we really knew but here's the thing. A lot of these motherfuckers they didn't even care about each other. Like those deer that I eat, they kill each other all the time. They fucking stab each other with the horns that grow out of their heads. Bears, bears are like cannibals. They're all cannibals. People get angry like if you eat black bear. Like first of all, black bear is delicious and bears are fucking monsters. They're cannibals. It doesn't mean we don't want to kill them uh, or don't want to um, uh, let them live or want to extinguish all of them. No, no, they're cool. It's cool having these animals. But they don't give a fuck about Gotta, gotta recognize that they do not give a fuck about you until they start talking to us, and then we find out they're just very hard to get to know. But they really <laughs> love it. <laughs> Yogi, <laughs> you just you know, gotta take your time. Yeah, but you could know. you imagine if you found out what they were thinking? Could you imagine if you could read minds and you just looked out into a pack of wolves that was chasing elk up to the top of a mountain? Do you know how terrified you would be? If you could read the mind of a wolf, you'd be like, oh, my God, we've got to kill them all. Oh, my God, we've got to kill them all. Dude, they, all they want to do is kill. That's all they want to do is kill. If we could read their, but we don't read their minds. So we look at them like, oh, listen to them how. <laughs> They're just, just jacked that they got to kill again today. You know, they have a problem with these elk that they find where uh, wolves get into these uh, elf, elk populations and they decimate the herds they they don't even eat everything they kill it's crazy they'll kill like many elk and just leave half the body behind or more they don't just sit and eat it until they're done they kill again they kill again just like dogs do you know you ever you ever heard of it like my dog got at my chickens once my dog has killed two of my chickens it's a, it's a fucking real drag but it's instinct you know it's not a bad dog it's just nobody told he can't talk he doesn't know. In his mind, chickens are deaf. You gotta kill that fucking thing. There it is. Go get it. It's like it's programmed in him. It's how he's a dog. It's like you literally cannot take it out of them. I mean, you could grow them up with from the time they're puppies with chickens, just like I did with my cats or the dogs. Don't think of the cats as the enemy. But if they don't grow up with them, they don't just accept chickens into the fucking yard when the dog's seven years old. He's like, what? The fuck it is. Oh, the chickens live with us. They're our friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your friends? Yeah, your friends? Your friends? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just leave me alone with your friends. I want to talk to them. Just jack them. He was just jacking. Ch it's not his fault. It's his dog instincts. I mean, he never knew that you're not supposed to eat chickens before. He's a grown dog. Wolves are very similar in that way. They want to kill things. And they're beautiful and they're amazing. I'm not saying we shouldn't have wolves. But people have this idea that we shouldn't keep an eye on those fucking things. I'm, t I'm, I'm tired of talking to people about this. Like, yeah, wolves are awesome. Like, there was a, um, in Canada, they're using helicopters to shoot wolves. Yeah. Because the caribou population is getting decimated. 
So they just go on a jack and spree. Eh, 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 eh. The wolves just take over. They just run rampant. When they get to a sufficient population where they can just dominate herds and surround them, and they're, they're, they're like raising them like cattle. They're monsters, man. And they jack gigantic numbers of them if they want to. They're not conservationists. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard about the people taking dogs into New York City at night to, to take and hunt out rats? Whoa. Well, good luck with that. Like little dogs, too, like little, like fun loving, like leaving like oh shit to something. And they just fucking just, just you made me picture it because I remember hearing, uh, I think Mike Rowe, the guy from Dirty Jobs, yeah. talking on uh, the Opie and Jimmy show one day about it. Like they went out, I think he went out with these people for a few nights in a row and made a little documentary online. Whoa. I'm trying to find it right now, but. Uh, they said it was crazy. Like they go after their backs and just break their backs and toss oh. them around, and then just throw them and go after another one. Oh my so it's god! Just like hundreds will come out of a rat pile or like in a dumpster and shit like that. And the dogs just jacking them. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so crazy. They, but they just do that. That's their instinct. As an adult, I've never haven't looked at a chick, chicken's butt, but like, is it like an asshole and vagina like every yeah. other animal? It's a no. It it is a. Uh, I forget the word. Egg hole. Succulent? What is the word? There's a word of the opening. I for, uh, forget uh, what the word for the for the opening, rather. I forget what it is. But uh, it's, a, it's a hole that everything comes out of. Piss, shit, babies, oh, everything. That seems like hole. an upgrade. But uh, What's the name of that? Do you know what the name of that hole is? <laughs> I just, <laughs> Find out what a chicken's hole. I just remember that old, 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 that old porn <laughs> I've video. Seen this. I've oh, seen yes. this. this. Have you great. seen this? Yeah. <laughs> what we're looking at is a chicken wearing sweatpants, and it's fucking adorable. It's so funny. It's really funny. It's adorable. I just remember that old video of that dude fucking that chicken. Oh, that's, my God. And I just wondered, you know, if that's legit. Like, if, you know, if... People You're, definitely fuck chickens. It feels Apparently. like though. feather. Not it just seems soft. Good. Like, well, if you think about it, it's made out of feathers. It's like a vent. Or a vent. A that's it. Cloaca. That's the fun. That's the. That's the word I was trying to. Uh, the technical word. Better, but though. vent sounds like I can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything comes out of one hole. That's interesting. It's. It, it can't be. It has to be pretty dirty in there. Is this the? Oh my God! These dogs are just letting them loose on rats. Oh God. Oh, this is so crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. This is so crazy. This doesn't show oh a ton of it. I guess good. this is just a little oh portion of it. But God. There's more of it online if you want to look it up. Powerful Mike Rowe. That's pretty funny. Mike Rowe has some cool-ass subjects. His show is fascinating. That's the Dirty Jobs guy, right? Yeah. He does a, He did another one, too, right? Did Dirty Jobs and another one. This is fucking oh, nuts. These that? dogs jacking rats. Oh, it's just so fucked up. Wow. That's fucked yeah. up. That's what he says down here. It's unlike anything he's ever seen, which after doing all the dirty jobs, that's that's pretty fucked up. I've talked about this, I believe, before once, um, at least. But there was one time where I was in New York, and uh, yet I had to uh, use a pay phone. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. And it was... Uh, Early 90s, I guess. Real early 90s. And I parked my car at this gas station. I was pumping the gas. I set the pump on it. And then I went over to the payphone. And in the time it took me to walk from that car to the payphone, put the coins in and turn around, there was three rats on my car. Oh, Jesus. They were running over the top of my wheel wells. They were running over the top where the wheel is and then down under. And then another one would come up and jump up and go down under. And I was like, what the fuck? 
Like they were everywhere, man. There was so many of them. It is so creepy because I was watching it going. There, you can't, you can't stop these things. Look how many of them there are. Wow. And I was just thinking, like, what is it like to sleep in these buildings and hear those things running oh. through your walls? Yeah, this is fucked, Jesus. dude. What are these? But 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 these rats can have like rabies. Well, and... one one of them made it. One oh. of them made it into the sewer, huh? Wow. Fuck yeah. Oh god. Killer rat. Awful. Uh, they, I was they doing. They give the dog a rabies shot. Simple. <laughs> Duh. I, I do. I do. I did this podcast with Tiffany the other day in my backyard, and a rat like ran right over her foot. <laughs> I think it might have ran in my house oh, though. Jesus. And so god. now I've been like freaked out, thinking there's a rat in my house. My my cat Fluffette. We were uh, eating, and a uh, cat walks over to the fucking table with a dried-out rat, like an old dead rat. Oh, gross. Dude, like, I, I, have, I had some, some work done on my uh, basement, and I'm just thinking maybe there was, like, something trapped in the wall that, like, as uh, they were cutting into the wall, she got the old dead rat i don't i have oh, no idea where the fuck the it came fuck? from but it was in my house and it was like a mummy man oh maybe it was under like a couch or something or maybe no, it doesn't make sense like we've tried to figure it out we try to figure it out. it's fucking I so hate disconcerting i hate this but cats will find shit you know i you know cats will find shit man don't they bring it to you like a yeah present weird, like here you dude. go like Ugh, it's so this. weird it weird. it's so weird they do that it's so weird they're like little fucking massage demanders. That's what they are. They're little <laughs> tiny massage demanders. I like. I make the mistake sometimes of trying to write on the couch, like with the laptop, just try to write shit. And um, this motherfucker just is relentless. He'll come up and just bang, headbutt my hand, step on the keys. Like he doesn't give a fuck. And you push him off. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you pushed me off, but now I'm back. And I want the exact same thing I wanted a couple of seconds ago. But uh, I'm just going to try to do it a little slower maybe. Like He doesn't give a fuck. He just wants massages. Period. Give it to me. Like, I would have to spray him with water to get him off me. <laughs> They hate that. They hate even just the sound. But I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. I just want them to chill out. Just want you just relax. Just hang out with me, man. I don't have to demand attention, you fucker. You know. (laughs) Did you see that? There's a, I guess, a new either movie or series. O.J. Simpson versus the People. Yeah, you know, I was talking about this with uh, someone, and uh, it was a good point um, that the people that are growing up today like the 20 year olds they don't even know that story like for us it was a part of our life growing up we were like holy shit he got off <gasps> he got off oh my god everybody was pretty much convinced he was guilty except those people that needed to be convinced <laughs> and the lead up to it some of the most popular movies the naked gun series we all kind of fell in love with this like guy you know, know. it was kind of like what not that guy and out of nowhere it took two years of everyone's life following this guy's story. And still, it's still fascinating to this day. When you see him in, on TV, when there's like some sort of a prison thing going on, and you see they have photos of him, and they're moving him around or something like that. It's like, whoa. Whew, this is strange to see, man. I wonder if there's any way to do any new evidence using today's DNA technology to find out if he... You know, like this, this making the murder, th- you know, you haven't watched it yet. No. Just making this murder thing is interesting because of like, you know, like the technology that they're using, like and, all, and stuff like JonBenet Ramsey. Like they, it seems like they should be able to find who killed her now using today's technology. Yeah. I don't know how much evidence they still have that they have saved. I don't know how that works. 
Yeah. Do you know how that works? I'm I mean, sure where, they have evidence. I, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Right. They can go back in there and find, you know use but, the. I don't know, man. I think the real problem with that John Bonet thing is that they had fucked up the evidence. One of the parts of the the murder case that was fucked up is there was like fresh snow, and uh, these people would have been able to they would have been able to find footprints in the fresh snow. And these cops tread all over everything, and that that was a big mistake. And that the way they investigated it, apparently there were a bunch of criticisms about the way they handled it. They just had never handled a case like that before. It was the Boulder Police Department. Boulder's a small town. And you don't have a lot of fucking crazy people murdering their kids. Or, you know, allegedly. They don't even know who did it. Right? They never figured out who did it. Yeah, I still think it's the family. Well, everybody thinks it's the family, but that's a fucking crazy indictment if you're wrong. <laughs> I, I told you about that crazy conspiracy theory the other day that they think there's... The online world thinks there's some... Uh, crazy con uh, serial killer that's tied to this. Oh, my God. They've linked him to that John Benet Ramsey thing, too, the same serial killer. Like, he's done these crazy stories that have no explanation mm. for who did what and someone else has got blamed for it. It's a, it's a crazy story, too, but who knows if there's uh, anything anything in there. Well, well, I don't know, man, but it's the point being, like, if they wanted to try to figure out who the murderer was today, you would have a real problem, I think, with... The evidence being contaminated. I mean, how much evidence do they have? What about their? Bo how long does a body last before you can exhume it and examine it? <clears throat> you know, how much? What can you get from that? Who the fuck knows? I don't have those answers. Remember those HBO shows though? The the real autopsy Ugh, series. I can't watch it, dude. That guy, that guy used to freak me out. Yeah. That Michael Baden. You know that guy, the autopsy guy. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't watch those shows, but Whew. I'm not into that. Like, like. There's a I do I don't know if I if we talked about this but there's like this bridge in Pasadena called Suicide Bridge and it was made in like I believe the 30s and like people die all the time off this bridge they just go there and kill themselves I know somebody that was hiking and he was just hiking and there's just a girl dead on the on the on the trail because there's like a trail that goes on the bottom of it oh my god and then somebody told me i don't know if this is true but somebody told me that like when they have huge rainstorms that all these bones just kind of wash down from this big okay that sounds like some <laughs> yeah, <exactly. doo> shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah what they, they say the bones, the bones wash down? down the mountain and then like in the trail that you'll just like see like little bone here and there that uh Ooh. from bodies that like jumped and were never found in this like side of this wow bridge. if there's that many people have done it i mean yeah. it's totally it's not like they're gonna do a thorough job of cleaning you if you jump off a bridge and splatter all over the rocks yeah i you think know, a, how much can they clean up i think it's over 100 people though have oh jumped God. off the last girl the girl that that my friend took he, like he sent me a photo of her body just oh laying God. there but he he's i guess that girl uh lived in woodland hills and she was like 38 and she just that's it i'm just gonna go to this suicide bridge and do it oh my god that's awful. Yeah. Fuck, man. Falling does not seem like Woo! the proper way for it's, suicide. It's fucking real, though. I bet the rush when you realize you've pulled that trigger and done that. I saw that video you posted that Andy Stumpf just was oh. teasing you guys to go jump with him. Oh. It looked like he landed on the ground at the end of it, but I think he was triggering his parachute. But yeah, no, he triggered his parachute. Scary. Oh, he's terrifying. I don't, know if there's, I don't know what it's called, but there's this thing in Mexico where it's a restaurant that's up in the air where you're sitting glass bottom in the middle of the air just eating. Like a hot air balloon? No, it's uh, it's like a 
I don't know if you can find it, but like like uh, it's like you sit down on these <clears> chairs, and the whole thing is just kind of like way up in the air. I don't know. There it is. What? And you eat like super high up. <laughs> oh my fuck! It's called Dinner in the Sky. It's fuck. 150 feet in the air. Why would you ever want to do that, dude? But, seriously, fuck that. <laughs> what if you have to go to the bathroom? Yeah, man. What if you do? What if you're eating with Mike Goldberg? Yeah, but you have oh, to like put. Sorry, we're gonna have to lower on. this. Like you eat with this. Yeah, seat how belt. do you? Look at that. Oh, fuck <laughs> the fuck out of here! Oh my god, it's on a crane, it's ladies a, and gentlemen. And it's a it's in Mexico, so you don't even know. You're strapped in, and they're they're <laughs> giving you food while this whole thing fucking sways back and forth in the selfies. breeze. They're taking selfies. selfies. <laughs> oh my god, you people are freaking me out. I'm nowhere near that thing, and I'm freaking out. Yeah. My toes are crunched up. <laughs> my fingers are crunched up. I heights, man. I can't do it. Oh my god! The shit you used to do on Fear Factor, man. I don't even Jesus. understand how those people can do it. I'm so glad that nobody ever got hurt doing that. You could do a show up there if you want. Oh, Marriage in the Sky. Do a yeah, show we could up do there. a comedy in the show. Sky. <clears throat> wow. Let's just promote other people doing it. Coco in the Sky. I'll promote a Joey Diaz performance up there. <laughs> hey, cocksuckers, welcome to Mexico, bitch. From the clouds. Dude, last time I did his podcast, him and Lee just dropped acid, <laughs> and and then he gave us these stars, and I, I wasn't going to eat one, but I ate one. George, I was with George Perez. George couldn't feel his whole entire face, the whole thing. <laughs> and then near the end- Maybe he's like that song. Yeah. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Uh, I look over at Lee, though, and his eyes are rolled back in his head. Whoa. And like- that guy, man, he, like, Joey really... <laughs> He's an animal. He's, He's not a, here to play games. Yeah. <laughs> Who drops acid to it, like, nine at night on a Sunday? Like a soldier. <laughs> like a fucking soldier. I'm yeah, like, He's an original. You gotta let him be him. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know he does. Poor Lee, though, spent the night at the studio, though. And I'm just like, man, if you eat acid, that's like a 10 to 11 hour trip, usually. So, Joey, after the podcast, was probably like, all right, Lee, take care. And this poor Lee's just sitting there tripping on acid in this, mis this random office building somewhere. <laughs> oh, how long does acid typically last? It used to last, I would say, about. 11 hours to you're like all right i think i can go to bed now oh yeah. my god yeah it's not cool it's like <laughs> uh it's like mush like mushrooms times five it used to be i don't know if it's the same my friend just did a peyote ceremony and, oh hollow and native american yeah would you ever do that would you ever do the peyote? um here's the problem with ceremonies <laughs> you're doing them with a bunch of people you don't even know and oftentimes kids around well, you don't know who's gonna freak out you know, when you want to do your peyote, man, you should probably be alone. <laughs> yeah. Or be with someone you trust. I think, you know, if you get lucky and catch a good group, you might have the time of your life at a peyote ceremony. Or you could uh, you could just be hanging out with people who are completely out of their fucking mind and also do drugs. That's possible, too. Like, you don't have any control. You're just guessing whether or not this is going to make sense. No, thank you. I, yeah. think, I think peyote is that's the one where you puke all the time and then it lasts days or something. Peyote's a tricky one, man. It's some sort of a, um, like, it's from a cactus, right. right? And there's another drug that's just like peyote that's also from a cactus that uh, that I think you can also get similar effects from. I can't remember the name of the cactus, but I guess in Mexico it's you can find them all over the place. And you can, really? There's a movie about 
about it too. I forget the name of the movie, but there's a movie about this guy that's just trying to get this cactus and trip on. What, what is the active ingredient in peyote, right? Isn't there a um, mescaline? Mesk. Yeah. When I was in high school, it was mesk. You know, the, the kid dropped two hits of mesk. And they'd say mush, mush. The kid dropped two hits of mesk. He was fucked. Like, I remember, like, dropping mescaline. Like, people would talk about dropping mesk. And I'd be like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. There's no way. You people are animals. <laughs> yeah, there's a few drugs, like, in the early 80s, 70s, that it seems like people used to always talk about that, like, that don't exist anymore. Like mescaline. Yeah, like yeah. mescaline. And there was yeah. something that... Joey Diaz showed me a bottle of recently that I was like, oh, what the fuck? I didn't even know that existed. Quaaludes. Quaaludes. Yeah. Well, that's the Bill Cosby drug. Is that is yes. that the Quaalude? Hmm. Yeah. Well, allegedly. Mm. That's what he allegedly was in trouble for, was uh, procuring or giving these girls this stuff, allegedly. You know, they're saying now that uh, there's uh, been some problems with um, the trial. It's like... The first day, there was some article that was written today that I read. They were saying that the one of the key witnesses doesn't think that it's legal to uh, to prosecute based on the deal that Cosby got back then. I think that's. Oh yeah, yeah he made I'm a deal. Your, yeah. yeah, I He's, heard that it was that Bill Cosby was about to buy NBC and it was <laughs> I heard and the Illuminati. Too. Yeah, man, the Illuminati. <laughs> the trying to take him down man <laughs> what is, i've heard that too yeah where did i um, read that I what? <laughs> so uh so this guy was essentially saying that he's not on bill cosby's side but the the actual law the way the law is written he gave him some sort of a deal in um the the reason why he was willing to uh give out the statement that he made you know what's that called declaration or whatever the fuck it is when they when you're um anyway in court he he deposition so he was willing to do the deposition based on the fact that he couldn't get prosecuted prosecuted for it so now that they want to prosecute him for the same case this guy thinks that that is not legal hmm. how that old is evidence he? is not legal. Kind of thing i don't know I don't know. It's just, we're talking about the same cases. This is, there's so many cases. Yeah, it's another smoke and fire. <laughs> that's a that's a terrifying one though. That this guy was doing that to people. <sighs> we all a, know people like that though. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> just unfortunately, creepy do we, ass but, guys. Yeah, but that's such a deep level, man. It's such a scary level. Scary level of creepitude. This is the scariest. I mean, you're watching, you're looking at people lying unconscious, you know, and then you're fucking them. Is it lying unconscious or just not remembering now? Is it just <sighs> blacking man. out? Who knows, man? I don't know. I think a lot of them are saying it's blacking out. You know, man, the trauma of that, can you imagine? <laughs> if you just thought that guy was really cool and you wanted to hang out with him and you woke up with one one shoe on and your your panties are down by your ankles and you realize what happened you're like what and you don't even know what to say you know you don't even know what to say you're like what happened what and especially if you're drinking together you're having fun you're having a couple of cocktails you don't think anything's going wrong i uh, this Jesus. diet now i have one drink I, i'm wasted and uh the other day luckily i didn't drive the other day, I had like two or three drinks, and 
black, super Bravo blackout. Like, like I had no idea how I got home. I did, had no idea like anything wow. that happened. But that shit's scary because I existed as a human for at least three to four hours. I even like I checked my phone. I was texting people. Well, they say Zero. honestly, when you drink a lot, that's it starts happening like later in your life. That like people that um are they're getting drunk like five, six nights a week. And I'm not saying you necessarily were, but their their tolerance starts to like drop off. Their body's ability to fight it off starts to like drop off. And the propensity towards blackouts, it's when the way it's been explained to me by someone who had a problem with it, that it gets to this point where it's just like super common to blackout, wow. where it didn't used to be. So it just wears on you over time. There's definitely where I've been like, oh, I don't remember. Did I talk to you last night? Like, like that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's just like you remember pieces. This is a, this is the first time I that I can remember that. It was so such a straight blackout. Like I was freaked out. Like I, I just sat there and I was just trying to remember anything that happened Jesus. in like the last four, four hours or whatever. Cut to, why is my bathroom covered with blood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Blackouts are terrifying because people, they black out and they get behind a wheel. Yeah. It's, it is so insane that we have a culture that sells alcohol everywhere. You can buy guns everywhere. It's like you can do all this crazy shit, but you still can't f openly buy weed. Like the, if the, as if that's going to be the tipping point. Is if we just this whole country just says, "All right, let's all just relax and all right, we're going to let it through." Like as if that that would somehow or another make this whole thing fall apart. You know I, that t I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. That's, I I just you know the whole marijuana thing recently. I uh, I keep on forgetting that that it's illegal. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the other day, I was just like I was just uh, like, wow, this is actually illegal what I'm doing right now. You just kind of forget that yeah. marijuana is still illegal. Well, Brian, you have a prescription, right? Right, right. but. The number one thing that cops are being trained for and and the court cases is marijuana DUIs now. Like really? Yeah. It like my friend's a lawyer and he goes, dude, it's surpassing drunk driving now. As far as like the money, uh, just how many how many uh, people they catch for marijuana DUIs, and it's the same DUI driving under the influence is the same as alcohol. How do they prove it? They have tests now that they can immediately just test you, and they're not the most accurate. <laughs> so that's the only that's the only thing that they, that you have going for you. But if they if they pull you over and there's smoke coming out of your window, or they see a joint on you, you know that just got burned, they can they can they can test you now and go, oh yeah, you have marijuana in your system, you got a DUI. Whoa. No matter if you have a license, no matter if you have anything. And it's totally like one of those things. And he's telling me, I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, like, I, you don't think about that. It is still illegal. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, well, and, even if it wasn't illegal. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say it's legal. Right. I think we can all point to like at least one or two people that we know that probably shouldn't drive high. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're impaired. Right. But it's a fucking way different kind of impairment than the kind of impairment that you would get from alcohol. Like, it's not like a muscular coordination type of impairment. It's a different impairment. It's like a judgment impairment, perhaps, or just freak out 
uh, anxiety, like that that kind of impairment and inability to recognize when to merge, when not to merge. Oh, I'm fucking freaking out, man. That could happen for sure. That can definitely happen. And that should be taken into consideration whenever you make it legal to do anything. We agree that it's all legal to drink caffeine and get in your car. We all agree that. It's speed. You could have a monster energy drink sitting in your cup holder when a cop pulls you over. That's meth, man. Right. <laughs> it's an awesome meth. It's delicious, but it's obviously not meth. But it's it's <laughs> like probably like how much caffeine is in one of those monster energy drinks? A lot. Dude, those things, if you don't want to play games, if you want to just get crazy, <laughs> just chug one of those big ones, like the ones that look like uh, the lemonade cans, those giant lemonade cans. Mm -hmm. Like, chug one of those fucking things, Monster Energy drink, those big giant tall boys. Those things are ridiculous. Mm, not that much. Really? This says, says 160 milligrams per 16-ounce can. Wow, what about wow. Starbucks? Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So what else is in there, then? Uh, well, there's probably a lot of sugar, for sure. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. What about sugar-free, though? Have sugar-free ones. Go, yeah. That's interesting. I would have thought it was way more. I was going to add to what you were just saying, though, but there's a certain amount of people you know that shouldn't be driving anyway, even when they're stone sober. They just right. suck. They can't handle all the input. We have a winner! <laughs> Jamie Vernon <laughs> with a winner! Yeah, I know a girl that... that I'm. I don't think she knows she's driving when she's driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm constantly like, you know, the lights red. Hey, the lights red. Like, if I wasn't here, you would have just ran that. Uh, like, I was watching this lady text and drive yesterday, yeah. completely in the wrong lane. I was like, look <laughs> at this bitch, completely in the oncoming lane, just over crossing over two double yellow lines. Phone in her hand, texting, looking up, swerves back in. I was like, oh my god, she just crossed right over into this. Oncoming street. Have you had a? Have you ever had a any kind of panic attack or panic panicky feeling from weed recently? No. If, if I have like any panic attacks I've had from weed have been uh, the big ones have all been from edibles. Yeah. And the panic attacks have been more like just a super hard, introspective, objective view of life and death and the cycle of things and the sun running out of fuel eventually this this planet no longer being viable for life that all those things are going to happen millions and millions of years in the future for you not so much time everybody not so much time if you you're born today well congratulations you only have a hundred years all right if you're you're really 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 lucky so for all of us this whole thing is a quick flash where we try to figure out what's going on. It, it's, it's a quick flash. It's happening right in front of our faces. And we're living it. And while we're living it, we're going, what is going on here? Like, what are, what are we exactly doing? What are we exactly doing? We're working and sleeping and eating and funking and going to the movies. But what are we doing? What is this, what is this race? What is this race of people doing? What is this weird thing that only has a hundred years of life and just starts to figure out the, how bizarre and weird this whole thing is before it's snuffed out? And the new ones with their similarly short lifespan benefit from all the information passed on by the ones before them, but still go through life like it's a dream. Still do everything you do and think, is this real? What, what is this life? 
Like, what is the sky? What is this infinity above my head that no one talks about? Every day, infinity is above your head. What do you do? You pull the visor down, put your fucking shades on. God, it's fucking so bright out. Let's <laughs> see. You're looking at the reflection of the sun off gases in the atmosphere above your head that you need to sustain life. And we're just so used to it. We don't even think of it as interesting. It takes a hundred years to stop you. You could do your best, but you hit a hundred years, it's over. It's not enough time. So you just, just start, start to recognize the hustle as you get older. <laughs> well, I think, I think, you know, if you had kids today, I think they're a little bit luckier because I feel like we're on the cuff of being able to download us you know very well, soon and I, I don't think it might we might miss it just by like a couple years i, I think. think we will f become incredibly <laughs> annoying spammers of ourselves that's what we're gonna do we're gonna be able to download ourselves then we're just gonna fucking shoot ourselves into BitTorrent and mega upload we're gonna put ourselves everywhere like i want to go everywhere i want to go to fucking europe i want to be in turkey and there'd be doubles and triples of people all throughout the uh, the, this this artificial world that we've created of hyperspace. We're gonna have like a hyperspace cloud drive of humanity that's gonna be just as fucking crowded as Earth. And we're gonna go, shit, we don't have enough hard drive space in the fucking cloud, and these assholes keep copying themselves because they wanna be immortal. So like rich guys would have like a cloud server of like 200 trillion terabytes and it would just be filled with copies of themselves. And then they would just send out fucking, like, fake emails. Click here to see some dick. Whoa, I want to see some dick. And you click there, boom, he, it's an exploit. He gets into your server, bang, makes copies of himself everywhere. Yeah. yeah, you'll be able to, like, get Joe Rogan in your car. So your car has your brain and all your your past and all your memories, but your car's talking to you, and it's you. It's like, where dude, am I, bro? I'm dude, dude, imagine if they figure out a way... To, to not just download your consciousness, but take parts out you don't need. Yeah. Like, take parts out that you don't need, like your ego. Take the ego out and have, have this consciousness be completely compliant. We figured out a way to isolate the ego. We're going to remove it. And we're going to put this brain in cars. <laughs> so you get in your car and you're talking to you, but you don't have your own ego. We're like, hey, man, I, I, I fucking I want to have a say where we drive. You can't have that shit coming out of your car. Like your car has to be completely compliant. Right. That's how I drive. I don't I don't take advice from my fucking car. I'm driving, bitch. Relax. But if you, if you could download your consciousness, your into own your consciousness in your car, your car would be literally an extension of you. And the car thinks it's you. Yeah. The car totally thinks it's you. I can't see. Well, the car, the car knows that you and it are one, and that when you're together, you're the same. But his his like place in life is to be your car. It's so fucked up. And you could start downloading you and everything. So you could download you in the toilet, microwave. Yep. You just have little Joe Rogan like who thinks it's a real person. Yeah, you get invaded. <laughs> You would get like someone would ring your doorknob, ding dong. You open the door, a million Bill Burrs <laughs> compiling into your house because someone decided to just copy Bill Burr and and put all the Practical Bill Burr shows. files out into the internet. <laughs> and he, and he, you have to kill them all because you don't want a bunch of Bill Burrs talking all day. So you have to be like, I'm sorry, Bill Burr toaster. Well, I'm going to kill you. Now. They would be like wolves. They're really cool, but you have to control the numbers. You know. <laughs> That many of any of us. Imagine if there's a hundred million Jamie Verners. You would go, listen, dude. Enough. There's too many of you fuckers. 
if people don't think about that shit, man, if it's possible to download consciousness, it's possible to copy it. If it's possible to copy it, it's possible to spam it. We're <laughs> fucked. Joe Rogan dildos. <laughs> don't put that there. No, get me out of here. Well, do you remember when we were talking a long time ago about being able to recreate like a celebrity and some sort of an artificial life that will have sex with you? Mm-hmm. That you could do that. Like you could make your own, you know, fill in the blank. Um, you could make your own Hillary Swank. Maybe got a Hillary Swank fetish. You could literally have a, a, a robot sex doll that is her. Right. Like it is her. Like if you become like some super billionaire Donald Trump type character and you got long paper, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That guy could, he has the cash where one of those things when they, when they first start get designed, he could do that. He could do whatever he wants. He can make, like, this, we're going to get there within the next, I'd say, 100 years, where they're going to have these artificial people that you can have sex with that are, you're not going to be able, they're going to be like Blade Runner things. You're starting to describe an episode of Black Mirror that you haven't seen yet. God oh, damn yeah. it! <laughs> <laughs> really? so, listen, yeah. folks, I swear to God I haven't seen that show. I'm not stealing. It's so weird. Yeah, I have to see it. I only saw the pig fucker one. It was good. The one I liked you're talking it. about is really cool. Really? Yeah, it's a okay. really interesting idea, and the way they like show you how it works is cool. Wow, I need to see. Yeah, they're starting it up again too. I yeah. think it's done so episodes? well on Netflix. Netflix. There's only there's six, and then there's like a special Christmas one they made a little after, and now they're gonna start some more. What's the name of the one I need to see? Uh, the name of it, I'm not sure. I, like I said, there's only six of them, so okay, it's not that hard to find it. Uh, damn it, I have the picture over here, but it doesn't say the name. I think it's totally possible. That we're gonna be able to replicate what we are. It might not happen in our lifetime or even our children's lifetime, but it just seems to me that they just keep getting better and better at fi- fixing things and using. Like Willie Nelson just had a stem cell operation to fix his lungs. Willie fucking Nelson, you know? Do you think, like uh, Obama recently said something about how he's putting a, you know, he's putting an end to cancer, oh. an end to cancer. <laughs> Uh, like he's like like we we are going to solve this shit. Like he like it was kind of weird because it's like oh yeah, no one's talked about cancer recently. Why is that not cured? Because they don't want to let us know that the Zitka virus is coming. Yeah, sounds but, like an old school high school football coach that's ready to <laughs> fuck up the world. The Zitka virus is here. The second though, you can cure cancer by taking a shot or whatever, eating a pill. Right. Do you think cigarette smoking will come back? Oh yeah, and I think everybody that's sure. been bitching about it is all. Everyone's just going to start smoking. Yeah, if they figure out a way. Well, listen, it's super possible that they're going to be able to figure out a way to make tissue healthier than it is now. Right? It's for how long? How, what? What? At what price do you pay? You're always going to pay a price if you use something abrasive on your lungs, like cigarette smoke, like even joints. I've got to imagine that if you're like one of those hardened leather lunged hash hash heads. That's just, just constantly <coughs> dabbing it. I just gotta think that there's gotta be at least some like irritation of your lungs from the hot smoke. Just some. Mm-hmm. Vaporizer's none. Vaporizer doesn't do any of that. But I would think that just smoke in general is not the best idea for you to take in. Right. But so cigarette smoke is real bad because there's all these chemicals. So they might be able to figure out something that can regenerate healthy tissue and get rid of the bad tissue maybe they could give you some sort of a flush you know where they would fill your lungs up with something and it would just eradicate all the bad tissue who the fuck knows they'll figure it out though dude 
whatever it is. They'll fix everything. We're gonna, it's going to be so many people. It's going to be such a problem because they're going to be able to fix everything within like another how many I'm, let me make a guess again uh, <laughs> fucking totally unqualified guesses that's why airplanes still have ashtrays because they're like waiting for it to come back um <laughs> i think airplanes still have ashtrays just for nostalgia's sake you think they don't have the new ones don't well now some new ones do and they even put them in their bathroom they put them in the bathroom because come if on. they're going yeah, to like, smoke what? they really? want you to be able to put it out what they don't want you to there's no country you can yeah. still do it. it's not like it's just an american thing right it's i don't do know that's a good anywhere. question is that true? Pretty, I bet. I bet sure. in Vietnam or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Get on a plane with a yeah, with one of those uh, fat stogies. All flights in Philly or something. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember cigarettes on planes? Uh, no. No. I, I, I went. I went. I didn't fly until I was a uh, freshman in high school. And my first time was flying to Chicago, and it was when AOL first came out, and I it was the first girl I've ever met on the computer and I met her in Chicago and I took all these photos of her and I found the camera the other day I never got developed all these photos that, wow. that are on it I should do that but mm. um, that was mm. the first time I ever fly fl- flown and that was already past the cigarette thing it used to be really strange there used to be this section sometimes the, this is the only place you get a seat on the plane was in that section so you'd have to be in the smoking section it was like a, a joke like a hack joke like a reused premise over and over again the smoking section on a plane like a dice clay had the best take on it. You're in a fucking tube. He's like, you're in a tube. The fucking smoke's going everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's true. It's the preposterous idea that you could smoke in one area and it wouldn't affect the rest of the plane. I just Googled it. Apparently, there's still a rule in the uh, federal code of regulations that they have to have an ashtray. And I think it's only because in 1973, a flight crashed and killed 123 people, and the uh, attributed reason was because a cigarette was improperly disposed of. Right. Oh. So if someone still has to light one up because they break the rule. They still have to have somewhere to put it out. Right. Wow, what a crazy concession to the most bizarre fucking <laughs> habit we, we accept. It's so, so common. It's one of the most common bad health habits. It's such a strange one, man. It's so persistent. It's so many people are willing to sell their health short and the, the the wide range of their life all the bad years you just get them rid, get rid of them <laughs> well, enjoy your life people, with cigarettes people say that's that's <laughs> what they always say right that's, that's the excuse i mean i have a bit about it but there's like some kind of science where they say like every time every pack of cigarettes takes off like 30 minutes off your life or something mm-hmm. like that they've figured out what the average is and then so then if you figure out how many years you smoke then you're like yeah i don't want to live to be 100 so i'll live to be 77 that's fine that's there's a a bunch of those bits out there yeah that are exactly the same as that bit right well my bit my bit was uh yeah it takes 30 minutes off your life fuck Mm -hmm. that i'll just wake up an hour early every day and have two packs you know (laughs) (laughs) that's red bad math that's funny but um the um the other premise though it's like that's a beaten premise the premise of it, but what what am I gonna miss? Drooling and shitting myself? Bum, bum, that was one of those things. It's the last twenty. Like there was a bunch of people that did that. Yeah, there's a there's a few bits that that I have retired, and it's just amazing how you know with this all this Amy Schumer stuff and all that. I saw a a girl. I met a girl the other day. I didn't even know she was a comic, and she told me her website. And so later, after I hung out with her, I went home, went to her website, and she's just a new comic. Opened up her front page. On the front page, she had a video. 
press play. It was almost word for word, one of my bits. And I was just like, wow, that's how easy it is. She's never seen me. I've never seen her. You know, we've never met. I've only done that bit a few times, but how she said it was almost exactly how I wrote it. There's definitely going to be cases of that. There's yeah. no way around it, and it's totally normal. Yeah. You know, Kurt Metzger had a real good point about it, and he's one of the guys who's involved in this whole thing. He's the head writer of Amy's show. And he said that there's oftentimes, and it's a, it's, it's a fact, that people write the exact same premise, and they have no idea. They write it completely independently. They know they wrote it independently, and then they'll see it on something. And it had already been done. They're like, oh, no. Happens all the time because if you can see funny in something other people can see funny in something It's not we're, we're not talking about some insane bizarre esoteric um, Mr. Show with Bob and Dave sketch like they they had some really bizarre like if you stole one of those sketches like Dude, it's pretty obvious that this they had like really bizarre original subjects It's a very strange show and the way it's seamless It goes from one scene to the next and and one each show is like an entire piece. It's all connected have you seen the new show? I love the, it. The Netflix one? Mm -hmm. It's amazing. It's great. It's really, really good. But if you're just dealing with like standard subjects like sex and relationships and marriage and diseases and work and drinking and, you know, whatever the fuck your sketch is on, just normal stuff, normal life stuff. If you, other people talk about that too. And especially with sketches, do you know how many fucking sketches have been put out? I, we were thinking about this because of this whole thing. Think about, all the years of Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live has been on for how many years? What is it, like 30? 30. 30 years. Okay. So 30 years of 52 weeks a year. How many weeks are they up, though? Are they up every week? No, not no. every week. They, they do seasons. just Seasons? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, so just whatever the number is, 33 or something like that? Probably more. Probably more. To think of all those years of sketches, and each one of them is, what? how long is it, an hour and a half? Saturday Night Live is long, right? Mm -hmm. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. How many fucking sketches is that over all those years? It's hundreds and hundreds of premises. And then you have Mad TV, which went on forever. People forgot Mad TV went on forever. And they had some great fucking premises. Think about how many premises they burned or yeah. used, you right. know? You know, they burned off, meaning you can't use them anymore because the sketch has already been done. Like, there's so many of them. And you can come up with the same ideas completely independently. And you think... That you're you're a fucking trailblazer. You're like, oh man. I don't Can't think that's the case in the Amy Schumer stuff, though. You don't? No, because there are multiple sketches from the same sketch. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. a, it's it, like the slap thing, the other thing that. What I think should should find out if Kurt's headed writer, he's, he should find out who's the one that took that or wrote that sketch. And you know what I mean? And yeah. maybe maybe hold that person responsible. You know? And it is entirely possible. Um, that people could come up with either one of those things independently, independently. entirely possible. Absolutely. Where it gets weird is that they're both back-to-back -back in the exact same order. That's mm -hmm. where it gets weird. So is it possible for that to happen? Yeah, it's totally possible. It's all... I think he put it best when he was criticizing his own show. He's like, if we're guilty of anything, we're guilty of being hacky. 
He goes, it's kind of a lot of the stuff's kind of hacky. It's not like, true though. The, some of those those sketches. No, I mean, it, yeah, it's true. It's hacky, but that's not true of what happened in this case because th- these are multiple instances of the same. Like as an example, the the slap shep and the mm-hmm. the shaky thing. That's two right. things. That's well, not the, the thing. Is that they're back to back. That's back what to makes back. them weird. Yeah. So because you've seen the Flintstones thing, right? Yes. So the, the slap chef. Um, the uh, the Kathleen Madigan joke, although I know Kathleen, she's hilarious, and I'm sure she came up with it on her own. She probably didn't know that that had been a part of the Flintstones. She probably forgot it or never saw it or who knows. The magician thing. Almost copied exactly. Yeah, almost exactly. The, the girl. In the same order. The black girl in or the black person at the the retail store where, the, you know, the Keenan mm-hmm. Peel thing or whatever. It, it doesn't look good. Yeah. It, no, it but wasn't it, Kane and Peel. It was they were, they were on Mad TV Mad actually TV. at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't look good. No, it, I mean it doesn't look good. But but what I think, you know, she's. I I don't think she's guilty. I think she, it was writers, and I I think she needs to, you know, kind of stand up and be like, look, it wasn't me, and this right. guy stole two bits, and this guy stole two bits. And we're we're assuming they did, but allegedly, but the problem is like like, first of all, for her, she's in the worst position. Right, because um, it's her show. She's got her name on it. But if I was this, I looked at this like completely honestly. As little as I watched sketch comedy, I didn't know that any of those bits had been done before. I didn't know that the um, all of them. It's pretty much all of them. I didn't know. So if somebody had tried to sell those to me, I'd be like, oh, that's a good sketch. Like so, I guess every time a sketch comes up, you got to enter that premise into Google. Uh, Jim Norton and I were just talking about this weekend. Like, how do you like if you if you're writing like hundreds and hundreds of sketches, mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're doing like a Saturday Night Live or something like that, how do you find out whether or not this premise has been done before? It's it you don't have to worry about it. What you have to do is do your own version of that premise. But like in this case, it right. was like the magician was an exact rip off. Mm-hmm. It was it was like buying a, a fake iPhone from Korea or you know China. It right. wasn't a premise that they both played around in. It was an exact rip off. You know, it was almost filmed exactly. Well, the same. let's just let's say it was the exact same sketch in the exact same order. Whether it was a ripoff, those it, it's hard to say whether someone, unless they come out and say, "Hey, I saw that guy do it, and that's where I came up with the bit, and uh, I tried to pretend I wrote it myself." Unless they come out and say that, it's so hard to figure out what's going on. Just being completely fair, it's always hard. The problem with is there's multiple instances. I get it. I get it. I agree. Those premises, though, mm. there's a few of them that that are pretty original. I thought the counter guy, like her not being able to talk to the black guy, was pretty original. But but who the fuck knows, man? Who knows? It's just it's possible if one person came up with it, another person could come up with the same thing. Just you don't know. And the the real problem lies in when people lie and steal and then pretend they didn't. So if, if someone is, you know, you, you have a bit, it's a killer bit, and this guy just swipes it and starts doing it and goes, dude, I came up with the exact same bit, I'm so sorry, and then starts doing it. Well, then you got an ethical problem. Then you got a real problem. But if you both come up with the same bit, like a tell is probably the best at it. And uh, one of the things that Norton and I were talking about, like a tell will go up to everybody when he has a, a, a new bit. If it seems like it came too easy, if he's like, where did that come from? Is that, have I heard this before? He'll, like, he'll text you. Hey, man, have you heard this before? He'll call you. Like, he's real diligent about that. And if somebody else already has one, 
just chucks it aside. And I think um, that's the probably the best way to be. Just do what you think is original and uh, try to find out if anybody's already done it, I guess. But how the fuck do you do that? See, what I do is, or what I try to do, I, I, I've always tried to do this, you know, except for you or or Don Barris or Brody Stevens, There's, I don't watch comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching other comics. I don't want to be influenced by it. And, right. and I think if you, as a comic, if you follow that kind of rule where you're not really watching comedy, even if you did come up with the same prison, you could you could say with a straight face, look, I've never seen you. I don't mm-hmm. watch comedy. That's what I thought of, you know. That's true. You but, could you could definitely look at it that way. And there's but there's other comics that you always see in the back of the room. They love mm-hmm. comedy, like watching comedy, right. you know. And so if that happened to somebody like that, you'd be like, dude, you you've watched me do that joke five hundred times, you right? Know? But that's why I would have to tell you, like in certain circumstances, like jokes that are like really common, mm-hmm. like um like the one that you did know that was really common about um uh the last twenty years, like what do you like what years are you missing? Like what you if you smoke cigarettes it takes twenty oh, right, years yeah. off your life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like your take on it though. Your take on it's pretty funny because yeah. it's it's a ridiculous red band math equation. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, it's like thirty <laughs> minutes a day. Just wake up an hour early. You know. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a ridiculous red band math right. equation. But um, can, can you can you copyright jokes? I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I know Russian. you can't. I'm looking at it right now. You can, but like. Would it's you have you or work. like have you heard of someone doing it? You no, know, it's, it's I think this look. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us, man. I mean, if you if you think about all the stand-up comics in the world, there's probably thousands of us, right? And for the most part, there's very few problems. And one of the reasons why there's very few problems is because we kind of police ourselves, and we make it uh, a, a big point about being fair and about you know supporting artists that don't do it. And uh, not supporting artists who do do it, and does it be, just because someone has done it in the past too, I, it doesn't mean that they're a terrible person. They can never redeem themselves. They can never. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It means they fucked up. People fuck up. People make mistakes. It doesn't let the world police itself. Kind of like the comedians, that'll take care of itself. Well, sort the, of, kind I, of I think more than anything, man, it's comedy fans that are policing it now. It's uh, really interesting, and and I say fans, in, and I use it in the loosest term possible, because some of them are actual fans of the person they're going after, and some of them are just not. You know, some of them uh, they've been looking for some reason why this person is no good for a while, and then when they find this, they just go wild with it and they love it. Um, so they're not necessarily fans of the person. So if they're making a video about her they're not necessarily fans of her but they might call themselves comedy fans you know and so they see something like this happen and they get furious just have to be real careful because it's there's it's it's there's a giant issue with it being a bunch of people writing on a show and doing sketches it's so fucking hard to know where those things are coming from it's just real hard to know it's interesting though that it always seems to happen you know, like like look, you had the Mind of Mencia. You got uh, Amy Schumer's show. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I saw the other day a John Heffron bit that made it up in Keen Peel. Like it was almost oh, really? yeah. And and it's it, it seems like that maybe that 
the people that write for these kind of shows don't think it's that bad, especially since it's all the same network. Well, I think, first of all, there's some people that write, and this isn't it to hold stand-up comics in some crazy um, high form of uh, ethics and morality, but there's some people that write on shows that are not stand-up comedians, and their ideas about ideas are different than our ideas about our ideas. What, that, what I mean by that is, if they can get away with it, some of them will pilfer an idea, whether it's take it from a book and rearrange it, uh, take it from a video and transcribe it, you know, and don't give the person credit who said it the first time. When when people um, are taking jokes from comedians and using them to create sketches with them and pretending that they came up with them on their own, it's um, you know it's not it's not cool. It's, right. it's fucking gross. But they're not. They probably aren't comedians. So it's like if you had like a really funny line for a joke. That was a, a lyric of, of a song, you know, and you heard it in a song and you're like, ooh, I'm going to put this in my act. That's going to, I'm going to um, have this amazing punchline in my act that is from this song. So like the joke in the song is now I'm going to pretend I came up with it on my own, put it in my act. It's like similar in that kind of a way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So like someone who's not a comic, they, I don't think, I don't wonder if they would, they're not even a part of the comedy community. They're a writer. Like, fuck this dude. Just gonna gank his shit. Yeah. Just gonna fill. Just gonna become productive. What are the odds these people gonna watch an old twenty years episode uh, of what's happening? You know, or forty years? How long ago was that on? Jeez. A long time ago, right? Who the fuck's gonna watch what's happening? You gonna go over all those premises? No. There, there might be a hilarious premise that they could pull out of that. Why don't I say what's happening? What's happening was terrible weird for sketches. <laughs> I was trying to think of some like a ridiculous old sitcom. I drew a blank. One thing I always th thought was interesting is because just from watching so many roast battles and stuff like that is how roast jokes are like the same jokes that they've used for, you know, years and years and years and years, just kind of rebranded and mm -hmm. like, like, and it used to be totally acceptable before there was internet, before there was TV shows, you know, like the Friars Club and all that stuff like that. They're all kind of like, taking from each other and reusing shit that Charlie Chaplin may have said, you know, like, yep. and yep. It, it's just interesting that that's like one of the few things in comedy that it's kind of like an unspoken thing, but who cares? You know, like it's, it's no, no one's getting mad if you reuse a roast joke that, that Milton Berle's mom made, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, but they probably would if they were roast fans, like Hinchcliffe would probably be mad because he's a, a roast fan yeah well now with tv and stuff like that it's interesting because like if they have like a roast like show on comedy central like so like amy or somebody does a joke on that and they reuse it in their roast a few years later mm -hmm. that now it's like oh you can't do that anymore even yeah. though you used to be able to do it and that was the whole thing you know i wonder if that's what the whole thing was um i mean that's what it was in the the uh, catskills days right in the um the old days they would uh, have these resorts, like from Dirty Dancing. That was Catskills, right? <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> man, that's how fucked up cigarettes are, man. Cigarettes took Patrick Swayze. Yeah, dude, we lost Patrick Swayze to cigarettes. We lost the dude from Roadhouse with the flowing locks. You know how popular yeah, Sylvester Stallone flexes in the mirror every day. <clears throat> He's still alive. He's like seventy. Looks great. 
you know how popular Dirty Dancing was and how popular that soundtrack was that they released a soundtrack like two months after that had none mm. of the music from the movie, but it was just called like Dirty Dancing Soundtrack Part 2. It was just a way to sell another CD. That is every girl's dream. A, b- a beautiful man who can dance, who's a really manly man who will fight to defend his right to dance. Is that, and he's is got that perfect though? cheekbones? If I say that to any yes, other girl, look at him. are I you say, kidding me? Uh, she's probably this oh guy my dances. God, dude. Get out of here. If I was a girl, I'd have babies with that dude. <laughs> what? Totally. That's your yeah, thing. you're you're on vacation. You meet this guy. He's dangerous. He's got perfect hair. Beautiful yep. features. He's supple. He knows how to move. He smokes cigarettes. He looks cool. Cigarettes got him. Dude, Patrick Swayze's not that old. Do you, do you understand? Like, this, this fucking guy died from cigarettes, and he's not that old. There's a lot of people that are way older than him that are doing great. And then there's women that have been smoking two uh, packs of cigarettes every day since their whole life, and they're 102. Right, <laughs> right, but they look like monsters. <laughs> they become monsters. Like, yeah. they just become, their, their body morphs and ch- changes to accept the cigarettes. When you're, like, 100 and you're still smoking... You're like some fucking cigarette f- burning beast, some thing that's in- inhaling this this chemical that's a new part of your system. I've been smoking for about 26 years, and I look like a fresh little baby. You're a part of the system now. <laughs> You're in the matrix. I'm right by NBC. I'm right by NBC. How many uh, do you? How many do you do every day? Mm, like like a pack. A, pa- a whole pack a day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Uh, I think that's another thing that I'm going to do on my podcast. Jesus. That's one of my other Look at that. That was him in the bitter end. He was still smoking. His body was rotting away, and he had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. doesn't seem like a good idea to continue to smoke when you have cancer. (laughs) Look at that. Look at him. Wow. That's craziness. But it's weird because he was still getting treatment. It's weird, man. I wonder if like he laid off of it for a while. Man, it's sad. One, and he did a television show because he was hot. He was hot while this was all happening. So he did a TV show, and I'm sure that didn't oh, help him, man. Right. The long hours and the stress of the TV show. I forgot about that TV show. What was it? <sighs> I don't remember. But um, he uh, he went out the hard way. Shit's real. Oh, that's what it was. It was the Beast. Mm, 2009. Wow. Patrick Swayze. Damn, that's weird. Roadhouse. Rest in peace. He's a motherfucker, dude. Roadhouse is the shit. To this day. Right? To this day, if you're flipping channels and Roadhouse is on, just watch it. Just watch it. It's on. It's perfect. It's a pretty classic movie. It's, It's a slice of Americana. It's like a piece of... It's a piece of, like, civilization. Just strapped into some cultural iconic ridiculi no, movie. They just remade another movie that was a good one of his called Point Break which I heard yeah. wasn't, I didn't see it but I heard it wasn't like great. The premise wasn't even the same movie though but are you worried about Roadhouse coming back out and being a totally different kind of thing? Isn't it Rhonda? Rhonda's yeah. going to do Roadhouse. It's going to be different. She has a vagina. It's totally different. <laughs> Did you see her on Saturday Night Live? No I didn't. I heard it was good though. Did you hear it was good? Uh, you know so- certain people really invest in in making it their own, I think. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that kind of just go through the motions. Uh, from what I saw, it just seemed like the the latter. It just seemed, I don't know. She seemed like she did a great job, but she didn't like... She's not a public speaker. Yeah. Probably 
hard as fuck to do for someone that isn't a public speaker. Can you imagine? You know? Yeah, I I, I mean... I wonder. <clears throat> Definitely. Especially if you're not used to it, but... Yeah, it's an iconic thing to do, man. I'd be nervous as fuck. Out of all years I've done stand-up, if I had to host Saturday Night Live, I'd be nervous as fuck. Really? Yeah. Would you try it? No. If you ever asked, you wouldn't do it? I'm, I don't, I'm not interested in working. Yeah, it'd be just interesting, though. <laughs> I've done... I think I've done too much work. <laughs> I really do. I'm interested in enjoying myself. I, th I just think uh, at this stage of my life, like the m what I'm becoming more and more cognizant of as I get older, is you can work too much. It's not good. It's not good to work too much. Like there's a, a good amount of work you should do, but there's a lot of people that like pride themselves in working too much, working, wearing themselves out. Like it's something they carry around like a shield. You know that mm, probably not. If you don't have to do it, I understand if you have to do it. But if you don't have to do it, you should probably, like, have some fun, you know? Like, don't don't get overwhelmed with uh, the desire to succeed. Because that, your whole life could pass you by if you're one of those Gordon Gecko assholes. You know, your whole life could pass you by if you're some crazy hedge fund sociopath on the loose just sucking numbers out of the, out of the matrix with his fucking computer algorithms. Like, that guy is just connected to it. He's, he's a, a part of it. So he's su successful. But along the way, he's not even having any fun. You know, he's just living life in this constantly stressed, Adderall-induced, like, speedy, fucking decision-making, ass-kicking, fucking mode all the time, you know? That guy ain't happy. That's, um, it's a weird way to live life. Isn't it funny that somebody asked me the other day if I can find them Adderall, and I was like... No, I don't know anyone, but if you need cocaine, I can get that. Like, 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 <laughs> like, like how weird is it that it is weird backwards? You ever been white, white water rafting? No, that's something you should try sometime. Yeah, that's crazy. I've, I've gone canoeing down the white waters, not white waters. I shouldn't even say white waters down a river. Mm -hmm. um, there were some tricky spots, like some spots near rocks and stuff like that, but nothing like real fast. The white water stuff looks fucking dangerous. Yeah, my, my dad almost died doing it once because he got caught underneath the raft and he said he couldn't breathe and he just gave up. And then at the last second when he was floating down, somebody just grabbed him out of the water. My friend Remy Warren, uh, who's done the podcast a few times, not the last time that he was on, but the time before that, I think the first time he was on, he um, told me a story about he was uh, in the woods and he saw a body come down the river and the guy was face down in the water he saw some clothes and uh, then he saw a, like he saw some gear you know floating down and then he saw a body and he realized oh shit and then he saw a woman and the woman was bobbing her head up in the air and trying to survive and getting caught up in the current and he ran into that fucking water thinking that he was gonna die Thinking like this, I just made the biggest mistake. I'm gonna try to help this lady. I'm gonna wind up dying. Like, and he's a strong guy, and he's a really he's in really good shape. He hikes a lot in the mountains. He's very fit. Like they uh, for his television show, um, it's called uh, um, uh, what is it called? Apex Predator. Um, he did these VO2 max tests where they they made him do like sprints and found out they found out he's like got a very high level of endurance just because he's constantly hiking in the mountains, but still. You jump into the water and you grab a hold of somebody, they can drown you. 
they, they could flail and you might not recover and you while you're flailing around you might hit a log you're going down this water it's going really fast and what happened to these people was they were doing that in a raft and the current got really fast and they hit a downed tree and they got fucked up and the dude drowned and he died wow. and the woman survived but barely and she was freezing to death the water was insanely cold so this dude jumped in the water pulled him out um Find out what number podcast is so we can tell people that are listening to this right now. But it's Remy Warren. I'm pretty sure it was the first time he was on. It's a that country, that famous quick. country singer just died, kind yep. of the same mm-hmm. kind of the situation. Four thirty nine with Dan Doty. <clears throat> Episode four thirty nine with Dan Doty. That's the one. Yeah, we also have it re-uploaded. That's How many times did he come on by himself? Oh, it's up. The story's uploaded. The story's up by itself. Oh, too. beautiful, beautiful. Episode four thirty nine. He's awesome. That guy's a good dude. Um, what was the question about this country singer? Oh, yeah. the country singer. Like they found his uh, his body, and it seemed like <sighs> kind of like a similar thing. He, um, yeah, he died of hypothermia. They, um, they, they have they were in a boat apparently, and it just overturned, and it was in the water, and the storm was insane. And, you know, they uh, they tried to risk it. They tried to go out there, and he even made a tweet about it the night before. You know, saying he hopes he doesn't die. Like, man. There's, the storms are no fucking bullshit, man. They're no bullshit. Like, there's a video that I posted today uh, that I retweeted that someone uh, sent my way about uh, lightning striking. Oh, it was a Matt Staggs one. Matt Staggs sent it to me. Um, lightning striking in the middle of this, like, these, there's a storm going on. These guys are out on the patio, and they're like, wow, this is crazy. And the guy's like, I wouldn't go out there, not with this weather. And then, boom, the lightning hits the oh, ground no. right in front of them. God. Play this shit. Where do you see this? No. Dude, you don't go outside. No, I'm not. Oh, Jesus. Holy shit! Oh, my God! Dude. Shit myself. First of all, fuck lightning. Fuck lightning. Lightning is an asshole force of nature that is a shitty dirty cheap shotten motherfucker lightning is crazy there's no rules either remy warren got hit by lightning too how about that i got two remy warren stories remy warren when he was a kid in high school got hit by lightning woke up with his fucking ears going like he told that story on the podcast as well i think that was the same story god damn remy warren's amazing that's that's what it all boils down to. Remy Warring is amazing. Lightning hit right in front of me once. I was in the basement. That's not the same as getting hit by it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he I was got the, hit and he was fucked up. I was in the basement and they have those windows in the basement, uh, like where they have window wells and stuff like that. And I was doing my laundry or something and uh, lightning hit right in front of me outside though. And then like the, the arms of the electricity like went all over the, like everything and it scared the shit out of me. Maybe it was actually an evil villain teleporting from the future. <laughs> Terminator style. Maybe you thought it was lightning, right? Remember that scene when Arnold is naked and his giant Austrian schlongs hanging out? And <laughs> Give me your clothes. Remember that? That movie was, was the shit. Be- meanwhile, that's about to happen. Automated cars, fucking drones. Look at this. That's what it was. He just appears in that bubble that cut right through everything that was around it. Remember? Like it was like a little circle. He popped up. That red. Big old dick. It's supposed to be like (laughs) burnt metal. Why couldn't they give him some clothes? Why do you got to pretend that you can't teleport clothes, you fucks? 
You know, why's he got to be naked? You know, c- get out of here. What? What? The fuck out of here with that. <laughs> That's probably what it's going to be, though, right? It is probably going to be once they figure out teleporting, you'd have to be by yourself. The first day someone gets scrambled because there's a, a glitch in the matrix when they're teleporting someone and they come out a bucket of feet and eyeballs and, and dicks in their mouth and they're twisted like a pretzel. The first time that happens, whoa, that's going to be a tough day. But we accept a certain amount of car accidents, you know? We accept thousands and thousands of car accidents every year. We just think about how many people die. If we were thinking, like, our real enemy is the automobile. Automobiles are killing people with, you know, people driving them. But the automobiles hitting into people, people hitting things in their automobiles, that's what's killing people. If you really looked at it that way, the numbers are pretty high. I think it's like 30,000 people or something crazy die in automobile accidents every year. Yeah. I mean, if that was uh, an enemy, you know, a robot enemy that came from space, was killing 30,000 people a day, we wouldn't be so fucking nonchalant about it, you know? But because we're driving around, oh, the fly. Is he doing teleportation in that way he yes. was working on back yes. then? Yes. Yeah, that. Well, that was, he, this was actually a remake of a really old movie from the black and white days. It was awesome. It was really awesome. The, go find the old fly. Yeah. I need to rewatch but, that. It's but the fly, the 19, was it 86? Yeah. 88, it says. 88? Oh, that old, yeah. 86 for that first one, but here's the other one. Oh, okay. So for the, for the Jeff Goldblum one, it's fucking awesome. It's really good. I loved it. Jeff Goldblum was such a bad motherfucker when he was young, man. Especially in that movie. Like, I really believed. That's the original. Is that Vincent Price? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Look at that. That's a crazy. <sighs> Look at that fucking picture. Oh, my God. Vincent Price. He was the man when it came to old school monster movies. But like Jeff Goldblum in that Fly movie, you believe that he was really a mad scientist. Like, I believe like this guy, the way he talks, he's just so different and interesting. He the, he had a way of talking about him. Like, this guy could be some hyperhuman who could figure something like this out. I totally bought it hook, line, and sinker. Like, there's some people that play, um, they play scientists. And you're like, bitch. You ain't fucking smart. Right. Come on, son. You ever see the movie Sunset Boulevard? Look at that. Where's his dong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way yeah. different. Giant. Oh, I bet he's got a giant dong. Look at his confidence. Look, look at his face. Large hands. Bet it's a hog. Yeah, he's got a huge dick, you can tell. It's crazy to fly. Let a fly in there. Did you ever see Sunset Boulevard? No, what was that? That's a great movie. I highly recommend. I watch yeah. it. That's my go-to. Like, I put on every night before I go to bed. That's not the uh, the docu- mockumentary or a drama-mentary or whatever they call it. No, this it's is a, a movie, movie. Yeah, this is an old-school classic oh, old movie. old-school. Yeah, there was old a re- school. Wasn't there a recent movie about Sunset? Yeah, that was a documentary about Sunset. It was Boulevard. a documentary? Yeah. It was a documentary. Yeah. yeah. So there was no acting in it at all? Okay, right. I got confused. There's more than one that was out at the same time? One was a, a film? Uh... No, I think it's I, the same one. I think it's... I keep hearing I have to check that out, though. The the documentary. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's interesting. You really learn about the Sunset Boulevard. You know, I was talking. I was on Frazier's uh, radio show the other day. We Frazier Smith? Yeah. I love Frazier Smith. He's a great guy. Uh, <clears throat> he, uh, you know, there's not much left on Sunset. We were talking... You know, like, besides the rainbow and, and the comedy story, there's not much... Uh, that's it. Everything's getting torn down and become condos now. Like... It's almost dead. <laughs> D- 
Dita Von Teese rat. Slash. I just went to the Whiskey at Gogo for the first time on Friday. Oh, that really? Was surprisingly small and like. Yeah. I mean, it would have been awesome to see Motley Crue and Jimi Hendrix or anyone in the doors back in the day, but I saw a band, I saw them for the first time when I was a teenager in high school, Orgy. And <laughs> Whoa. I saw they were on the billboard, so I went and saw them, and it was, a, I probably should have just stayed home. How dare you? <laughs> That's where Lemmy's birthday party was right before he died. Yeah, that um, that the Roxy and the um, the place next to it, the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. That's those are icons, man. Yeah, that Rainbow is an icon. The Rainbow feels like it was made by the same person as the Comedy Store. You go in there, and you go like, I feel like mm-hmm. the same here. It's a legit old school Hollywood place. You ever eat at Dan Tana's? Mm. Dan Tana's on Santa Monica, dude. It's like you go into the past. Like the menus, the way the waiters are dressed, the really food's small, amazing. Right, yep. It's not, well, it's not really small, but it's not giant. One side's more of a bar, but there's tables on that side. But the food is amazing. The food is incredible. And it's like so old school, man. The whole place is just, it feels it when you get in there. You feel like you got class. Like you want to order a martini just to be an asshole. <laughs> like, come on, gentlemen. <laughs> it's right next to the Troubadour on Sunset. If you yeah. Know, that's oh, the yeah. coolest place I've ever seen a concert in my life. Troubadour? Really? Life. Yeah. I mean, I've really? never been to Red Rocks, which I've heard is also a cool That's a big place to see in Denver. But as far as small venue where you can see like a real awesome concert with maybe 200 people wow. and real big names play there for frequently it's just cool. for fun that's yeah. like where they work out mm-hmm. that's awesome man god damn yeah it's a crazy spot that sunset strip yeah but it's on you know it's on the way out it's well it's, it's becoming something different for sure like yeah. that giant billboard that's right in front of the store that's it's it's movies like whose idea is it to take a fucking road that already has plenty of accidents and put up a giant fucking multicolored, super bright billboard that you almost need sunglasses to look at, and it's playing videos. So you're watching videos oh, as yeah. you're driving. Well, what is this? Well, what's he doing? Well, that's wacky. He just do a flip, crash. Yeah, it should be so illegal. Do people, you're not even allowed to text. If you're not allowed to text, why are you allowed to read? Why you? Why do you have a gigantic 100 foot fucking TV screen? That's not a billboard, asshole. If you want to have a billboard, have a billboard. That's a movie theater. You, you you get a movie screen up there, the fuck. It should be so illegal. Well, they they let it be legal. It's there. So as we're driving, we're we're watching shit. And what do they do? Is it still images that they keep changing? No, it's moving images because like you'll you'll see like Crystalia like undateable this Thursday and they're right. like moving around like throwing things and stuff like it's completely just commercial. For sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. They for sure. Move? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it every day. It's kind of, even if it's still when still images are moving or changing them every couple seconds or so. You're like, what are you doing? Why are you distracting people? I think they've made it illegal in a lot of cases. It I think totally. I think illegal. that for some ha- some reason has like a get out of free jail card or something. Get out of free jail. Okay, get it, whatever. <laughs> well, it's kind of like Times Square. Times Square's got that pass right. too. Like it's almost like part of the charm of the place. That you go there, you're just going to be, wow, look at all the lights. This is crazy. But the idea of Times Square is you're getting out of a cab or you're climbing off the subway and you're looking around. You're not driving in that fucking thing. How many people go visit New York and drive in Times Square and go, Jesus Christ. It's a, that's a giant ball of neon. It's chaos. Like Vegas is the same way. You ever see some of those casinos? They have goddamn huge movie screens playing on the outside of their casino, showing you people singing, fucking rocking out, carrot top, and bah! All this shit's going on as you're driving down the street. And you're on coke. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to drive slow. <laughs> That's so funny. You're trying to keep it together. <sighs> What's this fucking movie? Why are they show me this? 
Cirque du Soleil, you know, that's that's something that's pretty fucking specific. Think about that that show. Like if you go to Cirque du Soleil, you need to see like almost superhuman feats of physical fitness. Like they had one of those Cirque du Soleil dudes. <laughs> this is like a perfect contrast to what we were doing. We were we were eating over at I guess it's like Wolfgang Pucks is right over by the Cirque du Soleil place. We were eating and this dude was uh coming from the Cirque du Soleil, like he had been he'd been working there. And in the middle of the hallway, while we were stuffing our face with food, this dude just starts doing backflips. He did like one, two, three, four, five backflips and landed and laughed and laughed with his friend and fucking buttoned up his shirt and got out of there. But like this dude like just flipped through the air and then started going feet to hands, feet to hands, feet to hands, jump. And we're like, whoa. Well, we got a mouthful of linguine with clams. <laughs> you know, trying to put a fucking damper on this buzz before I go to sleep, you know? <laughs> this dude is flipping, doing flips down the hallway. Yeah, what is that parkour? Yeah. Those guys, uh, there, there was, I saw a video the other day. This guy's just like on top of this building and just jumps down through this thing, like, go and jumps in through a window. It, it's amazing what those guys do. Like that's that's craziness. I'm becoming a grumpy old man because this uh, this <laughs> this lady was like her son uh, broke his arm doing parkour, and I'm going, oh, is that what they're calling it these days? Because when I was a kid, that was called being an asshole. That's what I wanted to say. I didn't say that. I went, wow, is he okay? That's what I said. Yeah. I said, wow, is he okay? But, like, why is it, why, why, how come it has to have a French name? How come it has to be international? What you're doing is, you're crazy fucker, you're running and doing flips off of uh, railings and shit. All right, be careful. This kid I know that, <laughs> for his birthday, he does that. That's what kids do nowadays. They yes. rent out rooms that just sort of look like, I well, dude, I, I passed by this place, and right next to the place I was going, there was a parkour studio. I was like, what is this? They're teaching people how to do this, and apparently they're all over the place they're now. They're all super popular, and they have like <laughs> like ones that look like Super Mario Brothers, or oh like my they have god. like like uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, this one. Yeah. Oh my god! And th this one's in in Los Angeles, and it's just like that's grown adults fucking jumping around. Well, like these are kids, man. Oh. <laughs> what are you? you no, that's a cat's a kid. It's a little boy. <laughs> hey, it's a little child is doing flips. Wow, these kids are freaks. Wow, that's pretty impressive, though. Who's going to pay for their ACL surgeries? <laughs> exactly. Damn, that is really impressive like shit, though. Taking a shit. That kid just doing <laughs> that flip off the building. You know, that is really impressive stuff. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. And they, they're just doing it to look cool. I guess, yeah. right? Are there competitions? I mean, a little bit. That Look at oh, this. American Ninja this Warrior has is... really picked up, and that's kind of what these, that's the main competition I think these guys can go do. What that guy just did was exactly what that, did, that dude did in front, back, like back it up like a little bit. Like to the dude that's doing, no, before that. The dude that was doing the flips right there. Look at this. That's what the guy was doing in the hotel. <laughs> Like no bullshit, hand, feet to hand, feet to hand. Have you ever even tried to do that, like like on a diving board or water? Yeah, I've done like, on diving yeah. boards. Yeah, I've never even. It's no consequences. Do a back. Yeah, you like, got to be careful. <laughs> I've hurt Look. my back and neck before too, so I'm very wary about things that might potentially be horrible for my fucking spine. Whoa, these people are crazy. <laughs> it seems so strange. To watch people move their bodies in ways you know you can't move yours.
Like, how, what, how, mind don't, like, if you saw yourself doing that, you'd be like, how can I do this? What, do I have superhero powers now? I find it more interesting watching people doing these, this kind of stuff in real life situations, like around the streets, because it, it's like they're ninjas. They can, like, mm-hmm. break into, how, like, buildings just by doing this parkour shit. Like, I know, right? Like, double jump. I know, it's weird. <laughs> do a barrel roll. It's weird. They can do things with their bodies that regular people just can't. You just pre- keep practicing. But these are all like cement things they're jumping around on. Are they? What are these things made out of? I don't know. It's probably wood. drywall. Or... Drywall, yeah. But would it just cave in? I don't know. Uh, maybe. They're running around on drywall like yeah, that? That shit stronger. has to be super flimsy. They would have to be more than drywall. It's wood. It's probably like what they make uh, skate ramps and stuff out of. Yeah. This is crazy. What it if just you... keeps going. Is that a girl or a guy with a long-ass ponytail? <laughs> is it a girl? Yeah. Whoa. She's doing flips and shit. What if the future of like UFC and shit is like a room like this and that both fighters just start on each side of their room and they're allowed to like Whoa. jump around and do like ninja moves? Dude, like- <laughs> that's actually a great idea. Like a quake room. Yeah, like a quake like room. Entering into a quake room. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Imagine if that would be um, the more sophisticated, high level version of MMA when we do it virtual reality style that two guys start out in a building. And, you know, they don't know where the other person is in the building. And so you have to, like, be real sneaky and right. walk around. And you're allowed to hit the person if they don't see you. So exactly. You're, you're it's more realistic. Them. It's more realistic. Look at look at a like, house. Look back at boxing. And you're like, look how dumb that is. They can't jump on the ground <laughs> and they can't do it. Right? Now imagine doing this to me. Like, look how dumb that is. We're in, a, like, an octagon. What the fuck? No, how about a building and this guy's trying to rape you. And, <laughs> and you're using shadows on walls and, like... You know, I, wonder, I wonder if people would give up weight classes if they were willing to use weapons. Like if they like, okay, look, I'll take a, a fifty pound weight disadvantage, but I want brass knuckles. You know, I, I'm remembering this TV show. I I really cannot remember the name of it, but Double Dare? it's almost like that. No, it was like a real life. Road it runner? was fake, but it was like real life Mortal Kombat. Gilligan's Island. And they shot around Universal Studios, and they'd go to different sets, and they'd be like in a, in a central area, and be like this team versus this team. And the first fight's going to be here, and they'd go like off to the lake, and they'd go fight at the lake, and then they'd oh, come yeah. back. Oh yeah, what, what the hell that? was that? I'm trying to look for it, I have no idea what. It's oh my! Called. I totally yeah. forgot about that. It's almost <laughs> wow. like what you're saying, but I mean that was the wrestling uh, WWE version a little bit. Wow, that's right. See, there you go. I'm a thief. <laughs> That's how easy it is to be a thief. That shit. We were talking about something out of we we. That's c- completely out of the ether. Yeah, but I like the idea of like what it, what if it was like the real world? Every there's a camera in every room, and you know one yeah. person s- started in the attic, one person started in the basement, and you're yeah. trying to kill the other. person. You know, like beat up and, the other. Person. But I think there's, there's got to be an element of virtual reality. Like to for to watch it, like because we can't be there, right? But to watch it and get the best angles, you should be able to watch the perspective of both people. Yeah, the perspective of the guy doing the beating up and the perspective of the guy getting beat up, the perspective of the guy that doesn't know the guys behind him, and the perspective of the guy who knows that the guy doesn't know and is sneaking up on him, ready to jack him. That would be wild, man. Be wild to like, see something like that. Like and, UFC mixed with like a horror movie. Imagine if you could like see the punches coming your way and see yourself getting knocked unconscious, like boom, like how's he seeing it? Like you see it, you see the sparks that he sees in front of his eyes. You know, your fucking consciousness dims in and out, just like he does. It might be a way that they could, like, almost experience getting fucked up and beat up 
to know what how bad it is would have a reboot. Yeah. How dare. Ladies and gentlemen, do not panic. If you're just listening to the audio version of this podcast only, you know what happened. What happened is this goddamn TriCaster shit out again. Is that like a normal thing with the TriCaster? It's happened a couple times, but it hasn't happened for a long time. It's just... It's happened PC multiple thing. times mm. over and our yeah, podcast. Yeah, different versions of it. This was a complete PC freeze. Otherwise, other times it's been just a internet disconnection kind of. Do thing. we um, have to make an upgrade? Is there anything we need to do? Uh, I, I don't know. Should no, we upgrade our system? That's like the best you can get. You, you, you really can't get any better than a TriCaster. Hey, but seriously, man, <laughs> if, if we can do it at the level that he's been doing it right now with something like that, you don't want it to be more complicated than that. It's perfect. Yeah, that thing's perfect. It just fucks up every now and then, and then it makes gives us something to bitch about. <laughs> Fucking TriCaster. TriCaster. I don't know, man. Those things—they're uh, complicated as fuck. They're gonna shit out on you every now and then. I think it's just you're, we're streaming things in HD. MKBHD, he stopped by here one time. He's make, he makes those cool uh, YouTube videos, sort of like Unbox Therapy. I think he's friends yes. with them. He made a cool video recently talking about 4K and yeah. kind of like the state of it now. And uh-huh. kind of like where we are. And like you can watch 4K on a TV like that. Uh, you can watch some of it on your phone. But really, you can only get it from like Netflix and YouTube. And it, it's going to take a long time before like it would take what happened for us to get really good Internet here. You have to dig up the ground, put in some new cables to get the bandwidth to go. Cause it's a lot of it's a lot of information you're trying to send. Yeah, we're but like, they could just also there. fix the uh, math of it. The compression could easily be fixed by like like a JPEG version of for 4K. You know, like something that compresses 4K down into something that hmm. you know. But it would would it have the same <clears throat> image quality? Yeah, I mean, like look at bitmaps and JPEGs. You can't tell the difference between those two. But one with the naked eye, you yeah, can't, right? Yeah. But can you tell it if you're looking at it through a lens or anything like that? Like people <clears throat> well, that are really uh, T-Mobile just got in trouble recently because. Uh, <gasps> T-Mobile, because they unlimited data or whatever for it's like, not unlimited. No, they what they do is they downgrade it to 480p. Uh, so when you're on your phone watching 480p, you're not going to know the fucking difference between 720p and 480p I would on your know, phone, bro. <laughs> I would Maybe know. Would. Verizon for life, bro. For most people's phones, Verizon for life, bro. Fucking Sprint for the win. Fuck Verizon. Sprint. Tang for the win. AT&T, yes. Who was it that did it to you? T-Mobile. Fuck T-Mobile. No. T-Mobile was my friends. Like 480 is bullshit, bro. Who do you have right now? This one's Verizon. Verizon. And then the Ting phones for the studio. Yeah. I like the um, the new Galaxy phones. I think this is the, the first series of Galaxy phones where they have features that are sort of built in that make you go, whoa, huh. Like, don't they all have charging, uh, wireless charging now? Uh, yeah, a yes. gang of them do, right? Yes, but you know all what I've noticed do, right? with wi- with wireless charging is that it charges slow, <gasps> and sometimes you'll put no. your phone on the little dock thing, and it doesn't sit right, and then you don't have it charged, and so then you're like, what, what the fuck? Oh. I don't know. It's still there. Right now, there's a company. I forget who it is. I think it's Apple that just filed a patent for wireless charging for like like. We're gonna die. Yeah. The world, we're not gonna be able to breathe the air. It's gonna be filled with electrical currents. How is that possible? Yeah, well, think new... about it, dude. It's 250 billion gallons of methane are being pumped in the air. Okay, and that's floating. Wireless. How many pounds of Wi-Fi are we eating right now while we're eating this podcast? Maybe that's what's going on with America. We're so overweight because we're eating Wi-Fi. <laughs> no. That's my new theory. We're eating Wi-Fi and 4G LTE. 
the only thing it's doing is making more autistic people. We were okay with 3G, up to 3G, and then we fell apart. We're just eating too much. It's weight. And autism. <laughs> well, you think it gives people autism? Yeah, For I real? Think it, yeah. You being serious? Yeah. I think mm. there's something to it. Or autism is just on the rise. Like, cra- autism is like, so hot right now. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but... Yeah, but uh, it, I think there's a bunch of different causes that they think... Uh, I think they think genetics. They think uh, people, when they get older and have children, much more likely uh, that the children are going to have autism. It becomes They become much more susceptible as the parents get, like, older and older. It's, like, directly proportionate, they think. But there's a lot of questions. But what causes it or and whether or not it's more prevalent today or whether the diagnosing of it is more prevalent. I believe that's that's debatable. You know, when there's more people today, so obviously there's going to be more cases of it. But are they the same percentage of cases? Like one of the things that they've always tried to correlate is uh, marijuana with schizophrenia. And the problems that were exposed, I think, in the culture high they had this where they were saying that the instances of schizophrenia have been uniform throughout history. When we've been monitoring it, it's like 1% of the population. 1% of the population is schizophrenic. Like, just because that 1% may or may not have smoked marijuana, it, st- it doesn't raise it. When marijuana becomes more popular, when it gets used more, it still stays at 1%. It doesn't seem to vary from 1%. It's just a 1% deviation. It's like the quality control of God is not the best in the world. Yeah, I don't think it's weed. I think it's mushrooms and acid and psychedelics that actually speed up that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I, I, I know so many people that have tripped and never came back. And <laughs> if you have mental health issues, yeah. anything is not good for you. Alcohol right. certainly not good for you. Mental health issues, you, you're, you have a hard enough time just remaining st- stable when you're sober. But if they're you're so one good of those in bed. People, some of them, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Why is that? You know Tony Tony Zara from uh, Columbus. Mm-hmm. Remember Tony? Oh yeah, Rancid Turtle. Rancid. Rancid Turtle had always the best fucking explanation for that. He, he like he made some play of words with psychotic and erotic. We'd always talk about it, but it's so true. Like it's it's the common theme that everybody always says. Like the crazy girls are the best in bed. True. And probably girls think crazy guys are the best in bed, which is why Dirty Dancing was so appealing to young <laughs> ladies in the 1980s. Patrick Swayze, smooth, hairless chest, sleek body, moves like a dancer, flies across the room. Is that I Had the Time of My Life? Is that the one? And I had the time of my life. Well, listen, bitch, you're only 18, okay? There's plenty of years coming. Don't get so crazy about nostalgia. Oh my God! The good old days when I was eighteen. What the fuck is wrong with you? How about you keep running it? Don't don't get us what kicked are you off YouTube. To do? Son of a bitch. <laughs> How about you? Have you ever had a uh, clip that, that like something pops out of it, like like almost like a like a tongue, like a cow tongue comes a, out? Did you say a clitoris? Yeah, like a clit? yeah, like that. But it pops like just out so randomly in like the middle a... of talking about dirty dancing. <laughs> You, you like we were supposed to know what the fuck you just said, like a pussy boner, but like when it actually well, comes out, like like it sticks out and goes in. It's called a out. dick, Brian. No. You're, fucking a, you're fucking a guy. No, fucking a guy again. Is it a bodybuilder? No, no. That does happen with bodybuilders. Really? Yeah, with female bodybuilders if they take steroids. 
but it was like a pussy. Penis. It was like a boner that was in the pussy yeah. that just came out. I've never yeah. seen it before. It freaked me out. I There's some touch crazy it. fucking videos. Like, a, you're, well, you're grabbing it like it's a fucking giraffe's <laughs> neck. No, look at the hand. No, you're not, you're, was... the hand gestures you're making are not polite. You're not like <laughs> it was a dainty little penis. It was a tiny little thing. Nothing to be offended by. It was nothing that's gonna scare children. It's nothing that's gonna hurt anybody's feelings. Just a little tiny penis that's inside the woman's vagina. I don't know why it's there. Maybe you fucked with her hermaphrodite. Is that how it works? No, I was eating it and it just started hitting me in the chin. Okay, you're sucking a dick. You're sucking a dick and you're on mescaline. You, okay, Valiums. You were talking about Valiums. I get it. Dude, somebody drugged you and made you bomb. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking nice dick inside my pussy, right? And you're like, yeah, pussy's so hot. You're like, you don't know why you're gagging. I'm, he I'm just eating pussy that feels like I'm sucking a dick. It's about pussy you're balls. Smelling that dude's butt. And you're like, that is not a girl's butt. There's no way. <laughs> you like that big dick inside that pussy? Yeah. It's hot. Meanwhile, you wake up all quaaluded out. What the fuck happened? Who who dosed me? I just never saw it that violent before. Like it actually coming <laughs> out. You're getting just choked. It Giant looked like fat, it. Fat, fucking. Looked like a like a small boxer's arm. <laughs> like a 135 pound champion arm you know like a fucking one of the mexican dudes that throws a nasty left hook to the body like a salvador sanchez arm just ropey and fucking sinewy and it's just slamming in the back of your throat <laughs> <laughs> fucking quaaludes okay so an asteroid's an asteroid's coming and you have 10 minutes um, to do to run out in the street and do what just fuck everyone that's else, else in the street taking off their clothes <laughs> I don't think anybody's getting it up. It's gonna be the saddest thing in the world You, you think get hit in the head by a rock and you're too nervous to get it up Then why why you're is fucking, that? You're like you're ready to bang your sister finally we <laughs> yeah, get to exactly. do this. We've been staring at each other for 35 years. Let's fucking do this. She's like fuck. Yeah I always want to fuck my brother you know, yeah. he spits on his dick and he's trying to get it hard and that fucking thing keeps getting closer and closer. And she's like, come on! Come on, we're gonna die! You're such a fucking loser. I always knew you were a loser. I give you a chance to fuck me. The asteroid is coming and you fucking blew it, Charlie Brown! You blew it, Charlie Brown! <laughs> and you see the asteroid getting bigger and bigger and the, the last memory this guy has is he trans forms and changes and, and connects with hyperspace is him not being able to get it up while his sister screamed at him in the street staring at an asteroid. It makes me wonder though because I feel like there is going to be a large amount of people if that happens that will run in the street and be like that's yeah. it let's just All fuck each other. All the people that no one wants to fuck. They're like finally <laughs> let's do this. No, they're going to run past you, and they're going to bang that hot MILF that fucking Ray, mows their Ray. lawn in, in high heel shoes. Every, every fucking street has that one crazy lady that just puts out the scent. Yeah. Just puts that heat scent out in the air. It is just, probably going to be mass rapes, and that's all it is. Like, people just busting down doors trying to... That girl, ooh, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Miss Parker full. from Friday. Who's that? Miss Parker. Miss Parker from hey, Friday? Parker. Oh, please go full screen with this. Let me see her. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, God damn. Oh. So they exactly. The, <laughs> the asteroid flies oh, by. Ast aspect right there. The asteroid flies by, and there's all these people that fuck that shouldn't have fucked. Oh, then they, they have babies like Kanye and Catelyn have a kid together, and it's called the asteroid. I don't mean to objectify this young lady. 
but that is a that's a it's a very strong uh part of her anatomy very strong i need to ejectify her but congratulations on hitting the genetic lottery look at the height of that ass you know hot you know in that position it should like retain like a little flatness the thing must look ridiculous when she stands straight up let's see it now like, jamie ridiculous let's see her don't, now no no don't do that <laughs> Don't blow this whole look, thing. Look at that butt shadow. Don't be so mean about the universe and time. Is there a photo of her, her butt just standing there? Or is that it? Uh, her her right above. That's Mark! Not, Mark! That's not her right above, is it? No. Is that her down there, too, watering? Right there? Oh, good Lord. Mm. What is it about hips-to-waist ratio? You know? Oh, oh my that. goodness. What a good kid. <laughs> The genetic motherfucking lottery. That's why it must fucking suck. It must fucking suck if you wished you looked like that and you didn't. Just looking at her, go. Especially if you're a guy. Like, say if you're a guy and you you feel like you identify being a woman, but you really want to look like that. But meanwhile, you look like Ralphie Mae or you look like Joey Diaz. I think I'd be like, a sexy as fuck woman. I think if I, I've never dressed up as a woman, true. I think I'd be gorgeous. I'm just clearing gorgeous. that up right now. That's just Dude, look so my, not true. Look at these hips. I mean, just look at them. Though. You definitely have womanly hips. You would look like you already shout out all your kids, though. <laughs> Dude, we should dress up as a woman one episode. Oh, uh, this is how ugly. She used to be a Barker Beauty, apparently, too. Really? Yeah. Back, wow. in, the, back in the day. What a good kid. We should see who could be She prettier. was a Playboy? No. What's that right there? Probably. Why does it say Playboy? She's got naked pictures. Good for her. Good for her. You know, that's another thing I think. There's not nothing wrong with Playboy folks. Nothing wrong with naked bodies. But there's nothing wrong with porn either. But we're not there yet, right? Getting close. People are getting closer for sure. But it's way um, more acceptable nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like kids know what it is nowadays. I didn't know that there was all phones. this crap. Yeah, anyone can just look at porn. Do you think that VR stuff can save porn? Save yeah. it. Where's like, it going? Well, I mean, gonna, <laughs> that's like, do you think that better cooking can save food? They won't People give it away for eat. free, so like, you have to buy it. They will give it away for free. They don't. Yeah, but see, dude, there's. I think in a lot of ways, what's going to happen with some of the uh, artists, like I use the most respectful term possible, is uh, they can make personal appearances. They can make a ton of money doing that. Like sort of like, uh, like almost like musicians that don't sell too many CDs now. Like it's hard, other than Apple. Maybe the Apple should get in the porn business. Say, fuck it. Stop being pussies about it. Just get in. Should have done it Could you imagine if Apple just decides to go whole hog and has an adult app, okay? And you open up their adult app. It comes in the operator. It's just called adult. And you enter in all your information that shows that you're of a certain age. And you, you know how you do the thumbprint thing? You have to do the thumbprint thing to activate it so they know it's you and not someone using your phone that knows your code that isn't of age. And then you watch as much fucking porn as you want. It, they should. They should do it. I don't. They're stupid not to do it. You could buy it, and the the actors could get paid. Exactly. Notice I said actors. Actors. Models. Luckies. You ever see that Bill Hicks bit about models? Like the, here's here's Debbie modeling a twelve inch dick in her mouth. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it. No justice. I'm trying to remember it as I'm saying it. You know Bill Hicks is uh, is Alex Jones, right? That's what I heard. What is this? Your iPhone can be hacked with a photo of your thumb. Jesus! Of course it could be. Your iPhone could be hacked while you're asleep. Yeah, the, gov <laughs> the government is already reading your, your tweets. 
I, I, I Twitter messages. I yeah. tried that though. Like my, I was dating a girl and I did the whole thumb to see if it would work, and it did. Did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, watch you sleep. Watch you sleep. That's so rude. So rude. Not, not as rude as what Esther does. Little Esther goes while well, her boyfriend's in the bathroom and turns on location shit where so she so could just she track them all day long oh, Christ. isn't that weird that's a option in your phone that a lot of people don't know is i can turn on my location tracking and send it to you so you can just track me for life if that you is to. so weird that people even want to do that they want to like follow people what the fuck are you up to jamie how about people that would do that to their employees make sure their employees stay within a certain range I don't want you going out on the road this weekend and getting all tired. I want you to be fresh for work Monday. But, Mr. Wilson, you can't tell me where to go on the road this weekend. Well, if you want a promotion, you'll be the guy that stays in and gets some rest. Is that possible? I mean, if, if bosses can tell you that you can't have, that you have to have a piss test, okay? If they can piss test you, what they're saying is they want to make sure you didn't smoke some pot on the weekend, right? If you get there Monday, like I know guys who won't smoke pot because they're worried they're going to get tested randomly at work and it would cost them their job. It would, you get fired. So if you get you smoke a joint on Friday after work, you know, the fights are on, you get a pizza with your friends, you guys smoke a joint, you have a laugh, you watch pizza, and then you show up Monday morning. Do you really think they're going to be affected by that joint? Nope, not at all. But they'll test positive. They're, they're going to test positive. That's, that's the same thing. It's not. It's just like your boss is telling you mentally to stay put. <laughs> I mean, that's the same thing. That's what they're doing. I used to have to do that. I remember what I would smoke weed, and I'm like, God damn, I smoked weed. Now I ha I better not get tested in the next <sighs> couple of weeks. I would like freaking out, looking at the calendar, like shit. And they can have a zero tolerance policy. Mm -hmm. They could write it into their contract because it's an illegal drug, and they just fire you, man. And right. you 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 can have totally non psychoactive levels in your system. Doesn't matter. Totally sober. And also, there's no science that backs that there's long-term effects of, you know, you smoke a joint on Friday night and, you know, on Monday morning, some sort of a long-term. Right. There's nothing. And, and, by, and if there is, judge the person based on their performance at work. Don't, you know, you, you can't, if, if someone's not doing their job at work, I mean, that's why they check each other out. And that's why they have assessments and stuff. And that's why they, you have meetings with your supervisors. And that's what that's for. Okay, there's nothing to do with what, like one person could be a fucking moron and never touch a drop of alcohol and never smoke and never do anything their whole life. And they could be a fucking moron. You don't get brownie points. You don't get extra points for not doing drugs. You just don't. It's like, what happens when the guy does? Is he okay? What if he has a couple of drinks on Friday? And uh, he shows up Monday morning, fresh as a daisy. He worked out at the gym at 5.30, and he's fucking here ready to rock and roll. What do, what do you give a fuck? Like, it's stupid. It's a stupid, like, distinction to put on someone, to think that somehow or another it's bad. Yeah. I read an article <coughs> this weekend about Netflix. Uh, they offer unlimited vacation time to their workers as long as they get their work done. So, like, you, uh, theoretically, I guess you could go get high and take two weeks off and come back. And fuck yeah, Netflix. Doing. Killing it again. Right. I'm addicted to Narcos, man. I'm like seven episodes in now. I, d I did the seventh one last night. Fuck, that show's good. God damn, it's good. It's a fucking well-made show. It's like a movie every week. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it It's a lot. crazy that it's all based on a true story. Pablo Escobar was insane. Like, you gotta watch this series, folks. You gotta watch this series, because it's all based on real events. And you realize how unbelievably insane Escobar was. 
and the amount of power and money that guy had it's incredible it's beyond imagination and they did such a great job of building up the production of showing like how they started making it and selling it and showing the impact of it and fuck it's good fuck it's good did you hear about the guy in miami who recently bought a house and when they were excavating some of the property they found a safe and it was pablo escobar's former house oh and so he, he told the press and the first safe got stolen and they found a second safe and they told the press again i don't think it's it's now being kept somewhere so they can i don't, I don't think they've opened it or found out what's in it but the guy's an asshole yeah keep your mouth shut son <laughs> don't you have friends what do you like get a friend sure and a money, shovel man. and a pickup truck it's time to get rich <laughs> I wonder if you, that money's flagged, you know? Probably if there's money in it. If it's gold. Open up the safe and it's just who knows another what safe. It's heads. All people that Pablo Escobar hated. Yeah. Safe found within concrete of the late drug king. Wow, that's amazing. Fuck, man. They said the mansion was believed to just be used as a stash cash. So. Dude, you got to watch this series. It's incredible. It's incredible when you realize how much money that guy had and, and how much power and how much havoc he caused and that it wasn't that long ago. And now they say Colombia is like really safe and really nice. Like Colombia is a totally different place now. Now that all that shit's done with, they're like, no, it's nice. Like they figured it out. Like Bourdain went there for a show and you, uh, you see what it's like now. And it's like it's really beautiful. So they, they actually worked their way through this issue. It's crazy. Because people think of Colombia, and you think of the the Medellin cartel, you think of the drug killings of you know, it's like one of the most iconic things about it, right? And then coffee, yeah, right. I also saw the drones being used to carry drugs over the border, yeah, in Mexico yeah. this weekend yeah. into prisons, even. Yeah, They're, people are using drones to do things. To Madness, goddamn it! All right, I gotta get the fuck out of here. It's four seventeen right now. Um, Wednesday, Brian Redband. I believe there's a show going on. Yeah, in my room. we're doing a Death Squad secret show mm. with you and Ari Shafar. How is it a secret if you're telling everybody? Because right there's now. a secret guest that I'm not gonna tell you about. Oh, you're so tricky. But um, John Heffron, Rory Scovel, Dean Del Rey. George nice. Kate and that starts at 8:30 Comedy Store Main Room. Powerful. And uh, I'm doing Dama Rara show today at the Laugh Factory at 8. And then um, the Dean Del Rey show after that, the 50th birthday show. That's at the El Rey Theater. And that's Brian Redband, Chris, who, who else is with Chris you? Chris Bill Burr, Joe, Joe Bartnick. Joe Bartnick, uh, Bill Burr, Chris D'Elia, and me. We're going to have some fun. And Dean Del Rey, of course, who's turning 50. All right, you fucking animals. Thank you very much. Appreciate the hell out of you people. The hell? The hell? Um, the heck? How about that? I want to say fuck, but I don't want to say fuck twice in a row like that because it sounds ignorant. Good night. Goodbye. Much love. Big kiss. <laughs>